Blog Talk Radio. Do you guys have the same thing in mind? Well, I'll tell you what. Gary Hart's done it once and for all. He stuck his nose in the tribal nation's business. Tribal nation is up on the top. We're going to the top of the totem pole. But Gary Hart, tell you what, you have that pretty hair. It's going to come plumb off. Bring Stick any team you want. Bring any team you want. Any combination. Gary Hart, we're coming after your scalp. Now, let's go. Do you know why? I'm going to show you the body that women love and the men love to fear. It's just that simple. Take a look at that. How's that look, huh? You don't think there's You're a asking man me? out there? Look at it. I know. Hey, it don't take much for you to please you. Last time I was in San Francisco, I went downtown looking for a woman. You know what I mean? I wanted a woman. I couldn't find a woman. I found a lot of men that look like women. Now you, Hulk Hogan, you belong in San Francisco. What's wrong with you, Gene? And after it's all said and done, you're going to be taking splinters out of your fat asses all night long because you got some fat asses. The only chance you have, you have no chance, but you had a chance, is that you can run Mickey Split. Because you can't run because you got some fat asses. You go to the border has a lot of bad habits. But only ones that help me survive. Don't define yourself in the full power. Be a survivor. Don't smoke. Folks, there's jumping Jeff Farmer. Jeff, a while back, what a match you had with Motley. Yep. I guess what we're trying to say is whether you're a fat out of shape truck driver, whether you're a skinny geek pushing a taxi cab, whether you're a doctor or lawyer that doesn't have half the money we have. This is the way life is. If Ollie wants to slap Road Warrior Hawk, he'll do it. If Tully wants to spit on Road Warrior Animal, he'll do it. If Iron wants to take Dusty Rhodes, do all that, he'll do it. And the key that, if I want you, all three of them, gonna hold you, I'm gonna slap you, I'm gonna spit on you, I'm gonna kick you, and I'm gonna go. This is WrestleCast Radio with your hosts, Ryan Cook. He's walking up the ramp with with Sami Zayn, and it's saying, now qualified for Money in the Bank, and they're advertising that. They cut to a small graphic showing Sami Zayn on one side, and the other side, and the center of it says, Sami Zayn tells all with Bobby Lashley's sister. And Alex Mello. Robo Takahashi versus everybody. I, I thought I was going to have to give him a eulogy after the, the intense main event on night two of Battle of the Super Juniors. But boy, howdy, uh, did that match live up uh, not only to my expectations, but I'm hoping yours as well. Episode 226, and Alex, I got to tell you, I thought, what a better better segue of an opening than a Ric Flair promo from what we saw on Wednesday. And the way you talked about Hiromu makes me think about how you talked about Will Ospreay earlier. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> We're not going to hear about Austin Theory and shit today. <laughs> hey, Hiromu could make another run, man. He's uh, he's winning uh, interpromotional championships. So he's a multi-promotion champion at the current moment. So Ooh, kudos uh... to Hiromu. Even though his own partner in the junior tag league tried to steal that ish. So shout out. <laughs> Oh yeah, she won at, at uh at um like DD God loves DDT or something show. Yeah, yeah. he won the heavy metal weight. Yep, yep. 
Which, yeah, I didn't see that's it. Cool. That's like that's so the next on my list of the 19 things that you have in the Rass- Ryan's Wrestling Roundup. Uh, the <laughs> next thing after Noah is DDT, literally. <laughs> what? Uh, so with DDT, and we all know, you know, uh, Katsuhiko Nakajima uh, slapped the shit and knocked out Tetsuya Endo. Um, you know, kind of during a, a big Russell Universe uh, gimmick there. But um, since that slap, Ryan, and all the endo stuff I've seen on promotional posters for events or random clips on the interwebs, uh, he looks in like a totally different person. Like he's not the ex-leader of damnation whatsoever. He just looks like a big dork. Is that fr- did he literally get slapped silly or or, or what is this new look that well, Endo's trying to do in 2023? I know he's trying to bulk, so like that's okay. why he's not all leaned out as he's trying to get more muscular and bigger. No more flippy dippy shit on Endo's. I end? think I think he's kind of taking the Osprey approach of I like, mean, hey, let's not? let's let's bulk up a little bit and see what could happen. Uh, I mean, in Osprey's case, I mean, it's perfectly worked out well for him. Uh, I don't know, seven matches you could put of his on the top 10 of 2023. No doubt he is the wrestler of the Lord's Year 2023. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Don't give me a Moxley bullshit. Don't give me a Rollins bullshit. Now, granted, they did carry these companies in certain aspects of it. But when you put on what Osprey has done with multiple other companies and by winning championships and just leading a a faction to take over, um, you know, a a puro, pure, puro, you know, kind of faction centric, you know, it's not like Dragon Gate, of course, but with New Japan. But do you, Mm -hmm. you know. Like, United Empire has just taken, you know, the marks by storm. I saw, you know, United Empire jerseys in Chicago. Of course in Chicago, but still, it was a very awesome thing to see. And and Osprey, man, come February, and, you know, before he was always hesitant about the WWE, but he might go that AJ Styles route. You You talked sense to me a year ago, and I was like, why aren't they using Styles? And it's like... He worked hard for 15 years to get to this place to make multi-millions of dollars and chill out if he wants to. And Osprey damn sure deserves it. He needs to heal up. But come February, man, MJF, Will Osprey, the two biggest free agents in all of wrestling. I, I, uh, I had never thought, Osprey, that there was a chance he would go to the E, but when he hired Barry Bloom as his agent, who's yeah the biggest, you know, he's like the 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 what's the what's the damn sports guy? Rich Paul. Uh, Rich Paul, the baseball one. Oh, Scott Steve. Scott Boris. Yeah. Scott Boris. Yes. Yeah, he's like the Scott Boris for wrestlers. Like he, Kevin Nash was one of his guys at one point. You know, stuff like that. So, Didn't he also direct uh, Beyond the Mat? That's also the crazy thing about Barry Bloom. Oh yeah, that's a good, that's a good <laughs> ass call. That's a really good funny. take. <clears throat> so I mean, he's, you know, he's definitely doing something. Now I've even seen that he has interest in doing Impact. Even yeah, um, I mean, a, a, freedom. 
you know, you can still go to and from. They got a relationship, obviously, with New Japan, so you can still keep your ties there, amongst other companies. I, I still think that AEW or New Japan is going to win the war. And I yep. think that's just because he's smart enough to know that if he goes to AEW, he can still do whatever he wants. You know, he just knows that every Wednesday and Saturday, mm-hmm. um, unless, you know, unless it's approved, I know those are the days I'm working. Yes. Yep. You, you know, otherwise, I if I want to go work RevPro, they're not going to tell me I can't work RevPro. Um, if I want to go do New Japan, they're not going to tell me I can't go do New Japan. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the one thing he's got to look at, or that he's he's definitely thinking of. But the thing that that I think is the the yes and no with the WWE aspect of it is he knows that once he's there, he's there. There's no yeah. you're not going here tomorrow, or you're not doing this, or. Six months from now, if you're you know pissed off like a Sasha Banks getting pissed off all the time, you can't just you're gonna they're not gonna just let you leave. You know they so, won't, but they will put them on a platform unlike any of these other companies. I yeah, mean, that's I the think thing. imagine his WrestleMania entrance. Well, and that's where do. I think the Cody thing helps is Cody is setting the tone for showing that that they're not going to bury you if you come over like mm-hmm. they used to do. It's not the Vince McMahon burying the, you know, dusty roads type stuff, you know, to downplay his or guys. To everyone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, and, and look what he's done with Jay Car, what they've done, what triple H has done with Jay Cargill. Yeah. She hasn't even put in the ring yet. Oh God. He'll be the, he would be probably the top three stars in that company right away. I just easily. The, the only the only caveat I feel like is if I'm Osprey, I'd get bored. Yeah. Maybe maybe when I'm forty, I'll go to the E. You know, like AJ and Nakamura and stuff yeah. like that, or you know. But I have so well, much more makes to give. It forty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is they can they can pay them, but. At the same time, you can now finally say, "All right, well, they may, you know, they may offer him seven figures, but mm-hmm. but Tony's going to do the same thing." Oh, gotcha. Whereas yeah. before, you didn't have that. It was, "Do I want to have the freedom and creativity to do what I want, or do I want to get paid?" And Is that he was a guy always... that attracts more eyes to their product. Maybe. Do they um, finally get that million consistent? With all the hype and everything, and I mean, Impact's doing something smart. It just sucks they're not on a platform. They're airing the Mike, ba- the fantastic Speedball Mike Bailey and Will Ospreay match from Bound for Glory in Ch- from Chicago this past Saturday, and kudos to them for doing that. Yeah, they're smart, and and that's because I think Scott Demore's a good good president. I think he does a really he, good yeah. job. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, he. He makes it make sense for that company because obviously, you know, the TNA years, which oddly enough, <clears throat> the TNA years, you know, had its ups, definitely had its downs, you know, with the Jarrett's and Panda Energy and Dixie Carter and whatnot. But yeah, Scott Demore, I, I think you hit it right on the head. He understands the story. He puts himself around good minds, you know, mm-hmm. even when he had Callus, you know, they were building yeah. stuff there. Um, and, you know, like you said, Osprey has hinted like, hey, I would like an impact. But, man, when you give them two of your best wrestlers back-to-back nights, 
what else are you going to do? You know, yeah. talk about getting bored. <laughs> you know, like, no offense, but, you know, but he could be a key component to the rebranding, but so could CM Punk. But let's be real. They'll make appearances. They will pop a crowd, pop a house. Um, but and, and that's all they need. They need that jolt, that little boost, and then maybe people will want to watch their product. And and I think at the end of the day, if I had to, if I had gun to my head, pick one, I'm picking AEW because I think at the end of the day it makes the most sense. There's mm-hmm. they're the company that would benefit. Like if he went to the E, you know, maybe you see a little little rise in in the ratings for a couple weeks, but that company's always going to be the same. You know, Raw's going to be Raw <laughs> and SmackDown's going to be SmackDown. It's the only thing that's changed in that company was NXT because of what they've been doing in it. But Raw and SmackDown are always going to do the same numbers. Well, I guess we'll find out. Maybe not, man. Maybe might, not. I mean, if, Raw apparently might be coming off Mondays. I mean, an yeah, institution might, for 30 years. They, uh, I've heard rumors that it's going to go onto a streaming platform and not on network yep. television, and it's going to be on Wednesdays. That's insane. Which the, which goes to show, you know, as I said, <laughs> oh, we don't insane. think they're competition, so we don't pay attention to the other brand. Yeah, you do. You've count, you count do, but them every chance. They do, but they're also, I, I think they're doing it as tongue-in-cheek. They're doing it as, uh, you know, as we talked about with the title Tuesday, NXT versus AEW Tuesday from a few weeks back. Um, they, they just wanted to put their foot on the neck. And there's nothing wrong with that. They're being the bullies. It's the Vince McMahonism, but it's also saying, "Hey, we're going to beat you with a few of our stars, while you have and showcase, you know, majority of yours." Um, and I think that's what they're doing to Wednesday. I mean, it'll be interesting, but I mean that that's a big change. But do we just not care as a society or as marks anymore, Ryan? That the day doesn't really matter and Raw, like you said, will be Raw. I think it's going to hurt it because I think that's why they have the 50-some, uh, you know, that that demographic always watching it because it's all the people that were our, our age and older that started watching yeah. it in 91 or whatever it was. It's just their their natural instinct to just sit there and watch. Um, we On Mondays, we watch football and wrestling. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I think it could hurt it. Um but I mean, you never know. It's and, and I, I I don't I don't blame Triple H either. You know, trying to do the Wednesday thing because they are competition, and competition yeah. is good because we're while while it 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 might not be better, you could tell they're at least trying to do something better in WWE. Yeah, like yeah, that's I still, true. Like when I watched. Fastlane, as an example, is one of the shows that I watched uh, since the last time we had our show. That was one of the most nothing pay-per-views I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, it was nothing, but it was an okay watch. Like, it was it was just like, hey, what am I doing on a Saturday night? Let me watch this for two hours and 45 minutes. I, John Cena took... Or, or, uh, uh, like, I didn't see him. I didn't see him. <laughs> like, he... He went in there and took some bumps and then just kind of chilled on the apron and let L.A. Knight go in there. It was like watching Togi Makabe. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't he deserve to be at that stage of his career. Oh, yeah, of course he does. But Wasn't like, it? I, I mean, I'm sorry. I got goosebumps. I mean, I, I, I'll admit, I, I get goosebumps when I hear his music, even with the John Cena. Like, it's so cool. And, like, just seeing him come out and getting that pop. 
him still loving that moment, you know, that he's created for, you know, the last 18 years. Uh, it was, it was still cool. He's the, he's the event. I mean, every time he comes, he sells more tickets for that brand. Uh, but the real thing, Ryan is Carlito's theme music, uh, as he was the surprise, not so surprised Latino world order, uh, partner for Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar against, uh, the street profits and Bobby Lashley. But what the hell was up with that music? That was confusing as all hell. And and once again, this is why like this was five matches, yeah. And everything was a was a tag match. You, you think you're watching a Road to Destruction and Kobe show <laughs> on New Japan? And, and it and was. Carly, it's I, like I went two and a quarter on that match. Car, Carlito's the main draw, and he doesn't come out for half the match. I, yeah. I'm like, why did they do oh, this? Oh, less than half. He was out for two minutes. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, here's your, here's the, you know, oh, they have a mystery tag partner, but apparently he, he must have got lost coming to the ring or something because he's not yeah, here. Yeah, because like, he was walking good... to the ring. <laughs> yeah, like so. What what a good friend. What a good partner. I'm glad. I'm glad I agreed to have you as my partner, but you forgot to come out when the match starts. Like, that's stupid. It was stupid, but I will say that opening tag match where we did get new uh, undisputed WWE tag team champions for about a, a week or so, uh, Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso, not as good as the the, the press conference after the event, yeet, no. but uh, it was a fun match. It was a good opener. Uh, Charlotte Flair looked lost in that three-way. EO Sky, I thought, looked good. Uh, she covered herself up for a few things, but yeah, Charlotte Flair was just... I don't know what was going on there. Oscar being Oscar, uh, misty, no misty, but uh, it was some some fun stuff. And the main event, Nakamura looked motivated. I thought for the first time in a while, he looked good um, in that match. But it just pissed me off because he was ninety percent of that offense, and then he loses with a freaking what Falcon Arrow bomb onto some cardboard. Yeah, he found like a matches. It was like the worst like finish ever, and I was like, "Oh my god, Jericho's probably laughing." Like mine was better. It's like I said to you uh, when I talked to you on the phone after that. I, I was like, "Man, I just got done watching two matches: Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura walk around and have a nothing match, and then and and not want to take a bump that's five feet onto the ground." And then I also watched Tam Nakano and Julia kill themselves on an apron or on on the the ramp. Yeah. Like, if you're not going to take it, then just don't do it. <laughs> like, or, or, like, at least just do a table. Mm-hmm. You know, but like. Yeah, that's more believable. Yeah, like, like when they fell, they, like, bounced. It was cute. Like. <laughs> but Nakamura, am I wrong thinking that he looked like, I don't want to say motivated because that's unfair, but I don't know. He just looked good. He looked more in his element than he has. You know what it is? Is he worked heel, so he had more offense. Correct, yeah. And yeah. He, and, it made, and that makes, his offense is a good, he has a good looking offense. Even his promos were tight. With the subtitles, I'm happy they did the subtitle thing, and just his mannerisms. I was like, alright, he's in this. Like, he's a little psycho. Like, I'm, I'm all for this. Like, he's gonna <laughs> lose, but he looks better, you know, so... I don't know. Shout out to Shinsuke. It was good to see that again. I think it helps, too, that they're using him, because at the end of the day, we all like Nakamura. So at least he's getting used, but, like, you know he's never going to win these feuds, so it's like there's no point, you know. And I just... Seth Rollins, man, I don't know how this guy's the wrestler of the year, 
I, I, I just, he's just bored. Wait, that me. guy won Wrestler of the Year? Jesus Christ. Remember he was number one in the PWI? Oh, I thought it was Ambrose again, so I apologize. No, it was Rollins one, Roman two, and Moxley, Moxley three. three. Fucking Marks. Um, <laughs> and then Osprey's like 20. No, the the Seth Franklin Rollins thing was cool, you know, for for a couple of months. But yeah, now it's just I don't care anymore. Yeah, it's so annoying. And maybe he annoys me as a person too. I I don't know. I like his wife better. (laughs) Yeah, it's just it's I I'm not like I'm not into him. He doesn't do anything for me. His matches like he's not a bad worker, but his matches just. I I just they bore me now because I don't I like I don't it's I paint don't by numbers. I mean, but a lot of wrestling it's, is paint by numbers. So I mean, that's the the bad thing. It's it just more the more and more I watch these shows, the less and less they're they're, they're becoming a wrestling show. Like yeah, it's South Park wrestling. It's mm-hmm. that whole episode. <laughs> you know, and and what has gotten into that? And I don't know, like. And then, you know, they have them all coming out, and then this stuff's happening, and then you got the announcers screaming, like, just let it, you know, they're, they're yelling the rules and telling you 18 things are going to happen, and then they're telling you about this, and then the ring announcer chicks growling and screaming, and <laughs> it's just, it's just so, and the, the crowd, they don't, nobody in that building gives a shit about the wrestling all they want to do yeah. is just do the Seth Rollins music or the the Cody Rhodes, and you know that's fine. You know they they like the entrances and stuff, but then like the matches happen and everyone just sits there. So they got oh, better start piping in music again or piping in the crowd. Yeah, it's it's a little it's it's hard even listening to that because I'm like God, we're wasting so much time on the E. But also, yeah, it's the piping in. Uh, that's why I like the NXT atmosphere during that title Tuesday thing. Cause it sounded a little bit more realistic uh, with the hatred of Don Mysterio and the pops of, of course, you know, uh, it was a normal sounding boo. It wasn't overwhelming, but it wasn't like, like you said, it wasn't that piped in like fake noise. It wasn't like it wasn't, it wasn't so obvious. Yeah. You could see people's mouths, but then again, I think the one reason why as bad as NXT is like, it's, a lot of it is so bad. At, the crowd is like an AEW crowd. They're they're ECW crowds where they will cheer everything because they like the product. So at yeah. least you have a genuine fan base where you can tell is really cheering and enjoying themselves and trying to get people over. Mm-hmm. It's like like I said, it's like watching AEW. At least everything's interactive. It's not fake sounds. Yeah. So at least people are there to try to enjoy just low, themselves. Just low crowds. Same amount of people, yeah. probably. But. Yeah, I mean, which is <laughs> which is fine. I, look, I'd rather wrestle in front of half the amount of people that go to Raw that are actually organically doing something. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just got to oh, yeah. be such a culture shock for all, all them coming from the E, which seems like it's by the numbers now. But And then, you know, just like, nope, no one's on this side. It's just it's comical to me. But you the whole figure, issue is comical, you know. To the, the 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 guys that came over from the E, as you call them, had that in the E a few years ago. Yeah, that's very you true. You know, 
that's how that's how they used to do business. It's because it's you save money. You don't have to pay for staffing on that side of the building for concessions. You don't have to have security guards there. Um, you can put more of your stuff up there to to set up better. Like you, it's it's more cost efficient. You're not paying for as much of the building. So I, I think it makes sense. That's why they all have these different – you can set up this venue for 3000 or 6000 or 8000 or 10000 and then you pay by the setup fee. When I was watching Bound for Glory, I was thinking, I was like, wow, could AEW thrive at the Cicero gimmick for, what, 2,000 people if that better suits them? But if that backtracking – like it's hard to find like a middle venue instead of getting these basketball arenas that don't really do anything. I mean, you can't even do Chicago anymore. Like they're, I, I don't know, it was like four thousand for the Thanksgiving you know show at Wintrust. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, obviously it's declining. It'll be interesting what the pay per view gets in Long Island because this is what the fourth Long Island event in twenty twenty three. It seems like yeah, Minneapolis, a pretty strong wrestling town, only gets one in the winter. Yeah. Like it's it's I, it's ass backwards when it comes to where they're trying to you know go to new places, but also just recycle and recycle and recycle. And I, I think a lot of it, again. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of it too is they probably get like, hey, if you book X amount of dates, we'll cut you a deal. Because a lot of these, you know, there's still you think about as much touring and stuff that you know, even at the target center that used to happen since, mm-hmm. since COVID there hasn't been like a lot of the, those random touring things stopped. Yeah. You know, they just went out of business and didn't have money and stuff. It seemed like every week, if there wasn't a Timberwolves game, there was some Disney on ice or something there, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's, and I think because of that, I think these venues are giving better deals. And if you could, you know, if you could book the bigger building for the same price, and aesthetically you only need to show half the building, you just sell those tickets. It looks good as long as it looks good on TV. I think is the the kicker. Yeah, but it doesn't look good on TV. That's the thing because it's the same angles, and then yeah, you see stuff. but like if if you weren't somebody who researched tickets and background stuff like we do, you wouldn't know it isn't a sold out venue. No, I, I well, I think you do because they show the same angles. Mm-hmm. Week by week, like I mean, it, no, I, I it's it's pretty obvious. I mean, I have people watch an AEW show and a WWE show, and some people notice the different aesthetic and the atmosphere from show to show. Uh, now, did they like the WWE? No, it was very comical to them. Did they like AEW? Yeah, it was more flips. It was okay, but it was just like eh. But you could tell like the crowd was a lot louder. Maybe because it was piped in. I'm not sure for the E show comparable to the AEW show. But I mean, there, there are differences, but again, I think in the scheme of things in the long run, it, it won't matter. But I mean, if you're going to surprise like Tony Khan did, you know, not just on Twitter bashing random people online or throwing shade at Vince McMahon, uh, not being a proper president, but being, you know, a keyboard Mark, uh, EFED guy that he truly is. um, they like do you announce that surprise before because their tv rights deals coming up the ease rights deal are obviously coming up so it'll be interesting on what turner is going to be doing 
Because, again, now with the whole Bleacher Report sports app and everything, now the rumor is is they might not even be pushing wrestling or AEW as much anymore as we thought they were, you know, even a couple of months ago. Um, So it'll be interesting, again, kind of what comes about on that front. Yeah, I I don't think they have anything to worry about. Like, it's – I think all these companies are going to get more money than they've ever gotten before. I think everybody's getting paid in this thing. And – at the end of the day, that's why they're the number two company. You know, as as much as people want to criticize them, we're criticizing people that drawing 3,000, 4,000 fans to a wrestling show in 2023. Yeah, but they were doing 10,000, 12,000, yeah, 25,000. It, it was new. It was something fresh. New New Japan sold out Madison Square Garden. They haven't even sold 900 tickets for Samstown on Saturday. Oh my God, are you serious? Yeah, and that and nobody gives a shit because it's New Japan. Like, oh, you have Okada say about and them. Julia mm-hmm. in the same they, building. New Japan's Fighting Steering Unleashed has estimated capacity is 869. They've distributed 730 tickets. That's disgusting. But but but, but that's my point is. Is nobody says shit about that. Nobody cares about that. But is it the that. location? No, they, they're running Samstown in Vegas. That's where Ring of Honor always runs when they're in Vegas. Ring, well, of, Ring from, of Honor. From every TSA agent to notice your New Japan gear to a guy I randomly saw in the cities and was like, nice shirt, bro, um, <laughs> to my, my evil uh, Bullet Club shirt, uh, the Darkness Club or whatever. Uh, I was like, oh, cool shirt. Um, I mean, it's like one out of, what, 10, 15, 20, and then maybe you know what New Japan is? Mm-hmm. I, I think the other thing, too, we gotta, that, that should be should, – credit should be given is I think a lot of people just like watching at home. Think of the, the pay-per-view sales that AEW does. They do really good pay-per-view sales. I think Russell Dream didn't draw as higher anticipated as they expected. I think the one before that was lower than year over year. How many? But they're still making money. So Russell Dream is over a hundred thousand buys. When when WWE was running pay per views, they were doing like thirty thousand, forty seven thousand buys. So so, Wrestle Dream did more than the Wembley pay per view, or no, uh, not the, more no, than all, out. Excuse all me, out, all out, yeah, yeah. So I don't think that's bad. Yeah. So in in a three week stretch, they did they did about four hundred thousand pay per views in four, in in a three week stretch. Three weeks, wow. So okay, their tickets are down, but the pay per views are doing just fine, mm-hmm. and they're getting paid by the TV network. That's why once again, I don't I don't think it's a they're getting they're getting paid just fine. <laughs> oh, good old Shad Khan trying to recoup his money. <laughs> but I don't know. It's it's I don't know. It, it is what it is. There's always going to be there's always going to be the, the the naysayers that don't think the company should do one thing or don't think they should do another thing, and that's just that's a wrestling fan. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's very divisive. It's very uh, red and blue, if you will. Um, what's also funny is 
like you're talking about um, AEW, what they do right, what they do wrong. One thing they did right last night, uh, two things. The Sting announces retirement from professional wrestling, which will happen in a revolution uh, 2024, three years after his first appearance for All Elite Wrestling. Um, and then Tony Khan said, you know, a few days before uh, this week's Dynamite, he had a special gift. Many people were wondering what, what that was going to be. Was it going to be something silly and stupid in the Tony Khan way? Or was it going to be legit? Or, you know, it was a lot of confusion. So it happens. And I didn't see it live. I saw a picture on the internet. I quickly go downstairs in my DVR. Put that shit on. And I was like, holy shit. We're going to get Ric Flair's last match part two in Chicago, Illinois at Revolution. Because Ric Flair comes out on AEW TV, where he was supposed to come out a few years ago, until that Dark Side of the Ring episode came out and, and halted his appearance. Uh, but again, Ric Flair, Sting, Edge was even there in the back, you know, when, when they did the backstage segment. But is it too late to get Ric Flair in this company? How did you think his appearance was? And Ryan, are we really going to get Sting Flair for both their final matches? Uh, no, Flair's not going to wrestle. I don't think that's He says thing. he's in the best shape. He said he had I, regrets on the last one, and he wants to do it again. That may be, but I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I could be wrong. Um, I think it's Sting and Darby, and he puts over Darby is what's going to happen. That, to me, makes the most sense. Um, but, I don't know. I, if you don't pay off Darby with Sting, then mm-hmm. what was the point, I think? Um, I I marked my ass off when Ric Flair came out last night. I thought that was awesome. Um, he you know he, at one point they're they're like playing around in the ring and he's like just get you got to give me one. He's like sorry Tony to Shivani. Yeah, and Flair <laughs> chops Sting and Sting like sells it. Everyone says like like I thought it was fantastic. And he Flair you know I'm gonna be around until it you know until it's done. Flair that's what I'm know, saying. Put like he's hinting at something. Something I think if, I think he's going to screw him over at some point. Does um, he, I mean, or could MJF, if he's still AEW champion, which could always change in two days, bitch. Um, but why not give MJF the rub and have him face Sting for his final match? He doesn't need it. He really, a mark like MJF? Oh, it's not the rub. Might, it's the whole there, thing of. There's a difference between wanting it and does he need it? And I, well, I think Darby doesn't way, need have, it. He's already passed the torch to him two years ago, so Darby no, doesn't they, need it. There's no payoff for hip. it. They've yeah, been attached to him for three years. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they have to fight each other. You can no, end something blissfully. There's, but then there's nothing. Then maybe they'll do a tag match. And that's fine. Sting can jump off the fucking Sears Tower then. And it'll be <laughs> and it'll be tight. I just to me I, I don't think there's any any reason to have Flair wrestle again. I don't think he's there to There's do that. not a need, but he's gonna want to. And Tony Mark is probably gonna be like, All right, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna do this? I mean it could happen. I'm not saying it's not gonna happen. And how pissed um, would Comrade Thompson be if that happens? I, I haven't listened to a Conrad podcast in, I don't know, three years now. I have to I, listen to I, all that shit. I stopped when Pritchard started just 
becoming a guy who didn't say anything. Yeah. Once he had, yeah. once he went back to the companies, and I was like, all right, well, I'm done with that. It, it, I would say that he has a better chance to wrestle Flair than MJF. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's just no need to insert MJF into another thing. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, why not one of his last few matches be against the world champion? You know, it doesn't have to be his final match. No, but he's he's never had a singles match in that company. Yeah, you don't want a Seth Rollins incident to happen, I suppose. I I don't think it. I don't think he's taking turnbuckle power bombs, but like, <laughs> I think if he's going to have a singles match and only one, it should be that. Yeah, it'll be Darby. I'll, I'll tell you this. I I think they got a better chance of bringing in Mark Calloway than MJF. No, no, I doubt that'll happen. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if I if if they were to put a percentage on things, I would put more percent. Like, if I had a if I had a pie chart, I would put more percentage on Undertaker than MJF. Wow, that's how I confident that's... I am that, that it wouldn't be MJF. I, I'm not saying I want it to happen or like it, but I think yeah, I think the MJF thing is an abs. That's like saying Sting should wrestle Chris Jericho in his last match just because he's never wrestled Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, uh, but he's the champion taking out the icon. There's more to that. They easily did that with Kenny Omega in the last couple of weeks into that promo yesterday. So, I mean, there is more added to that than a Mark Calloway in that. Yeah. Or or Sting's going to wrestle Edge in his last match. I mean, that could happen. I think that's more plausible. I just. Well, yeah, you have two legends. Well, I'm talking about from that promo. He's like, we got way more history than people know about. You don't be an idiot and don't listen to him. And yeah, I was I confused. He, I was like, what history was there? I was like, were they even saying, in the E at the same time? Like, you're not Canadian, Sting. Like, what history are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't tell you what he was talking about either. Because then, then I'm going, oh, maybe they're going to do Edge and Christian versus Darby and Sting. Maybe that's what it'll be. Uh, that would be interesting. I'd be fine with that. Because so you know it's going like... to be a fucking hardcore match of some sort. <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen. Then the Sting's going to want to do something. They're going to be like, no, no, don't. You don't need to do that. And they're going to find a way to jump off something. I just, I, I feel like you can't have the Sting arc close without Darby involved in it. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, they both brought out the best in each other. Like you said, you know, the rub aspect, but also I think it made Darby a better worker a smarter performer in the ring mm-hmm. knows how to tell a story instead of just, you know, your, your, your crash and burn type of wrestler, mm-hmm. you know, you were engaged with what he was doing in the ring. Once him and seeing kind of a line there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was wild to see flair. Uh, it'll be interesting what the fuck he does. If Andrade and Charlotte did secretly divorce or separate, how weird is that now? Um, you know, since he was supposed to be Andrade's <laughs> manager, uh, the the original th- uh, time a couple of years ago, but uh, speaking of more things that AEW got right, um, MJF has been embroiled in a multiple multitude of storylines. But I thought they he, they kind of everything together just right in that first what two segments of the show, the first twenty two minutes of Dynamite last night. You had him face you know and defend his you know dynamite diamond ring, uh, beating Juice Robinson to retain it, which surprised me. I mean, it makes sense for for MJF to keep 
you know, that diamond ring his. But I thought that could have been a cool thing where Juice gets it and then, you know, they have the, the, the triple B and whatnot um, that Jay White possesses. And then also brought out Adam Cole, the Adam Cole storyline by bringing out, you know, Roddy Strong and uh, my new favorite guy, Matt Taven and the Giraffe um, <laughs> and Mike Dennett with the wiener punches uh, and pile drivers next strong for all. Uh, and they kind of did that. And then you end it and cap it with Kenny Omega coming out as MJF over the last couple of weeks has been counting down to him surpassing Kenny Omega's title reign as the longest AEW world champion, Ryan. And they had a heated, and I would say Kenny Omega's, I don't know, maybe his best promo that he's done in this company or one that I haven't seen him actually believable in quite some time. It felt like then it made the cleaner. Yeah. And he was still silly, but it worked. Like, he was mm-hmm. like, I'm coming for my title. Like, this is my company I started. I'm going to come back for, for my championship. And and I thought it just ended fantastic. Where he was like, three days, bitch. Like, he got the final word. You have the big match on a Saturday night on in collision. Ryan, is this smart business? Which I think it is. Or do we have another Goldberg Hogan Atlanta Dome situation on our hands? I I don't think it needs to be on any kind of pay per view, and I think this is a, a perfect match, just like you gave Kenny and Danielson at Grand mm-hmm. Slam, you know, three years ago. One hundred. Um, yep. Also, yep. also uh, don't forget you had uh, MJF tell Max Cassidy wouldn't tag with him if he was on fire, because uh, <laughs> the acclaim came out and made the second save. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that storyline, duh. Because yeah. it's been, you know, it's been and, great with that and too. we get yeah. the Samoa Joe thing after when he's the like, Samoa I'll Joe, with you. I'll he's like, friend. hell yeah, that was my favorite part of it. Was him, like, hell yeah, like he didn't, he would wasn't a smart ass to him. He was just like, Samoa Joe's gonna be, yeah, let's go. Um, your I here's your mistake, and we'll see if I'm right or wrong is you don't make this match on three-day notice. Mm. You you have known that he is going to catch and surpass Kenny Omega for months. And this is the thing that makes me nervous about this company is the amount of short-term booking they've been doing as of late. Because mm-hmm. you just out of nowhere. Like, I love the idea of doing it on collision. I think it's going to pop a number. Um, they sold tickets a bunch of tickets today. They're still not at capacity, but they nice. sold tickets today like they should have. But my problem being is you you announced this in the middle of we know next week there's the eight-man tag so he can get the belt back from Jay White um, and then setting up for full gear. So now with Kenny in the mix, if Kenny wins this match, then there's no point. Then what's the point of the eight-man? Yeah, there is not like any. That just doesn't make sense to me. That's why I was like, I get it. You're trying to hot shot this show and do a pop, and you're trying to, you know, you're you're shooting your shot now back at the competitor and trying to out out book them. And once again, as I said earlier, competition is a good thing because at least whether I think WWE is good or not, I can tell they're at least trying to do something right. Um, that's what this feels like. Is this is there? We're gonna come back at you, and it's like. You could have, 
put put this at like winter is coming or something. Or yeah. or you could have built to this match, still done it on the same date because of the, the, the importance of the Omega thing, but you could have started talking it up a couple of weeks ago. But they have. They have but just not outright. Where yeah, he was like, like thirteen days, bitch. Seven, you know, where he would he just would always interrupt Omega and just let him know like the countdown is on. So in a way they were kind of inching to that <laughs> until you finally realize what MJF was cryptically whispering to Omega. Um of course the internet breaking this was like, Oh, this is Omega's title reign. This is when you know <laughs> it'll be surpassed. So I'm like, Oh, they're building to a match that I expected to be on collision. Fifty fifty I I was, but I, I wouldn't think they would. But let's be real. They're going to give us about a 25 to 35 minute match with, you know, a, a shenanigans ending. But the beauty or of it, Ryan, is where is it going to come from? Which side? Yeah, they could do that. But we've seen that, what, three times in this company? Is that too much? Is that too little? I I would say it's it's not too much for the fact that this is the only company that does it. And I think that, yes, they've done it two or three times like that, like you said, the thing that I like about this is I know they're not afraid to do it. So it's always going to, you know, it's if it table, goes along, yeah. but then they also did the same thing. The FTR versus juice and Jay white and two minutes before the time limit. Yeah. So they're so they're, they're, they've, their lore has told you that from a zero to 60 minute match, anything can happen at any point. So that, for that reason, I don't hate it. Um, I just don't see any way it doesn't, like, okay, it ends with shenanigans, right? So then that means Kenny's going to tag with MJF, Samoa Joe, and whoever else they get. Oh, but now, my God. <laughs> but now my only problem with that is, does that mean Kenny's done with Don Callis and he's just doing Callis and Jericho? What if he brings Ibushi on? Since Ibushi has apparently signed a contract with All Elite Wrestling. So it, so there you go. Maybe it's MJF, Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and Samoa Joe. But shit, that's a pay per view caliber match right there. Mm, and that's why you put it on TV to just get a pop, you know, draw rating. They've proven that they can. They don't have to tell you anything, and they're going to get six figures in pay per view buys for the most part. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to deliver. Like it, 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 there's one thing I've learned over the last few years is that AEW slash ROH and most Impact pay per views always deliver. Even though even with the TV isn't doing well, uh, Ring of so, Honor Final Battle 2023 will be exclusively on Honor Club. So for ten bucks, yeah. you get the pay per view. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, Eddie Kingston, Jay Lethal. Like, sign me up. <laughs> really? Oh, so uh, Jarrett won the match, the the uh, Nashville Hardcore match. Yeah, Lethal gave him a lethal injection off the stage through a table. Oh, nice. Oh, I'm excited <laughs> for that match. I didn't know. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, same this. show on Saturday had also Andrade versus Danielson. That I watched. That I did watch. I had um, to watch that. For the first time so, ever, right? Dream match? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Five years I will ago? See five years ago? The, um, <laughs> the, the mystical Rocky Romero match, I wasn't as high on it as everybody else from Rampage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think his people like, really were excited to see Mystico, though. I think that yeah, was more of Yeah, and I can totally understand why it's getting the praise that it did, because it was it was good. Like, it was really good, but 
I just at the I, at the beginning there was a couple hiccups and of course I noticed that and then I don't let that go so it's my fault I I understand that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know what one other thing that I really liked about or with Dynamite too was obviously that that's I I thought that Sting Edge promo was awesome like I love when Sting mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah. But there's just something about RVD and Hook that I enjoy. <laughs> like RVD, it's cool is, because it's Taz's offspring. Like, yeah, he calls and like he that was those were, Uncle Rob. It's Uncle Rob to him. <laughs> and like those are like when you think ECW, you obviously think of four people, and those are two of the people. And then now he's tagging with his son. Yeah, like, that's, in Philadelphia of all places, while Pantera. Is playing him down to the ring, like oh, I, and I've been so in my magical. living room just respect. Be wow. funny if like Clec- Clecker kicked in your door and just started. Oh man, like, we're we're head-banging. see how he's a little persistent. Like I'm all. What was the last time you guys did a dime bag there? Oh, uh, back on the Sexton House, Maplewood. So, wow, 2017 probably. Wow, last dime R.I.P. bag. Um. Christian continues to be just a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I, he he says Tony Khan is a billionaire, and the gift he gets is a, is a suit, gold chains, and a black liver. <laughs> and he said, "You look good for weekend at Bernie's." I don't even yeah, see weekend your puffin strings. Oh, oh relax. I know Ric Flair is not dead. I also know there's not a god because if there was a god, Ric Flair would have been dead 20 years ago. <laughs> but the best one was when he looks at Flair and he's like, one day I will be able to look at your sweet daughter, Ashley, and tell her that her father is dead. <laughs> Perfect. He's just so good. Uses Charlotte's kayfabe name. Oh. Perfect. It's it's so uh, yeah. He's he's so that that segment was a home run to me. So you know, yeah, I, I was that all about that. It was one of, one of the better episodes. I've no, but I mean they they've been putting on superb wrestling shows over the last I don't know four months, five months. You know, consistently. You know, here and there. You know, kind of like I was like, oh yeah, we missed one. Um, but yeah, no, like you said, they they just been hot. The only thing that was really weird though was uh, the videotape of uh, two African-American dudes breaking into a white guy's family's house in West Virginia. <laughs> that was a little Man, weird. I've got to tell you, though, I'm watching this, and I'm going, Man, I know you got Samoa Joe, and there's the Kenny Omega thing, and there's Adam Cole, you know, and fucking Jay White. But if he moves through all this stuff and we start getting to like double or nothing, mm-hmm. I think Swerve could be the guy to win to beat yeah. MJF. Like I like as weird as the promo was, I enjoyed it. I thought he like I love his. It I was love cringe, his but it was effective, and that was mm-hmm. fine. I mean, it, and it did it, what it was supposed to do, make exactly, you uncomfortable. Yeah. And and even Nana was like, "Man, we gotta go, boss." Yep. Yep. Got, you know, and he's like, "Give me the camera," and he's like, "I don't know if we should do that." You know, like. Everything was so well done with it. Very and, attitude know, era, obviously, yep. but it worked. But it was just still so like in today's age, you're like, I don't know. There's so many things that's wrong, but it was. You, get, you get Hangman does the does the t- 
typical where he runs to the back? <laughs> where where were they at? They were in Philadelphia. I'm gonna run to West Virginia. You know, he's he's running home to call his wife, is why he's running in the back. Well, yeah. Something yeah. like that. But like and even even, you know, going before that, that six man tag actually wasn't that bad. That was the best I've seen the Hardys look in a while. Yeah. You're and, not you're not lying on that. And um uh uh Isaiah Cassidy Holy shit, man. You can tell the Bucks love that kid because they're like, all right, we're, you're going to hit us with 48 dives and we're going to get you over. <laughs> you know, Since like, the yeah, beginning, yeah. man. Since the beginning. Yeah. Since that They've independent show to their guys. first match at AEW. Just sucks yeah. with injuries to Mark, Mark Quest. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. That, they're, yeah they're, they've been – I wonder how long he's out for, too. It's they, they just, Their saddle bug just like uh, – like top fighters, yeah, you know. But just, I mean, the whole break. was one of the funniest things on the basketball oh court to Kenny Omega. I lo- yeah. like, I was like, I was like, did he just moan erotically? And then and I he, loved how I thought I was the only ear. one who saw it. His ear. Just, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Kenny Omega was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it's just, it's it. You know, now, I, I like, like I said. I'm really getting sick of Roderick Strong and this Adam thing. Like, I'm oh. really starting to... I, as stupid was, as, as Adam Cole's mowing and lifting couches, I'm sorry, but Taven and that giraffe, it did something. <laughs> but... It's it's the... He's making peanut butter sandwich sandwiches and they're getting horny and stuff. Like... <laughs> like, like, all right, I... Stop being Ugh. raw. Like stop being WWE. Yeah. Um I'm I'm starting to kind of and I hate to say this because like Matt such Taven. a good worker. No, I'm starting to really get annoyed by Tony Storm and RJ City. Ooh. And her her hands moving everywhere. And then although I was I was laughing hysterically when Luther just was yeah. randomly behind her <laughs> yeah. as the butler. But it worked. Yeah, it worked. Like, I, I rubbed my eyes. I was like, "Is that is that Luther?" I was like, "Jericho still got him a job, huh?" Well, good for you. And and you know, kind of like I said to you uh, on the phone, like that that Sheeta Ruby Soho match was not oh. good. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, but Sheeta, bless her heart, she she does her best, and <laughs> she killed her on that knee. She yeah. took her head off. You know, but Ruby, so but Ruby, aside from Ruby, aside from those kind of things. I, I thought it was I love too at the end when they're doing the, the Danielson injury thing. Okada comes over and oh. rubs his arm and rubs his face. He's like, Oh, poor baby, you get hurt again. Yeah, you that's know, the like, thing. We got Kazuchika Okada on Dynamite main event against Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli. And oh, Claudio like, gets the win. And he gets the win. Oh, it's great. He pins the, the he pins the international champion and I was like, you know what they need to do? Give him that title shot. Yep. Make it new Hell Japan yeah. style. And guess what? They gave him that title shot next week and I'm like, Yes, that's yep. what they need to do. Book like Gato. Yeah. And it works. Yeah, it's this was when, when by the time we got done watching this, me and me and Doof, because we watched it over Discord, I was like, you know, there's a couple hiccups in there. I was like, but that was a really good dynamite. He's yeah. like, yeah, that was. He's like, I'm, I'm, I was pulled into every segment. Yeah, thank you. Yes, perfect way you know, to say it. 
So I was, I was like, yeah, they. That's why I added that to that little 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 mini sheet that I sent you. It was like, all right, here's where I'm at, because it was just, it was really good. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, fast lane, it was not, it was, it was definitely better than that, which isn't much. I I did watch night one of Halloween Havoc, and it really didn't, wasn't anything too crazy. Very um, cool though that it was predominantly all women matches. Mm-hmm. How was the title match? How was this Valkyrie? Uh, She's good wrestler. Okay, Becky Lynch. She kicked out of a out of the rock bottom, the man slam or whatever. Oh, nice. So they they gave her the rub. Yeah, I think she's pretty good. I still, I still have to watch it. I'm like, dang, I think I kind of like Tiffany Stratton's match more. And I I was the biggest shit talker of Tiffany Stratton when she showed up. I was like, get this off my television. And now I'm like, dang, I kind of I kind of hope she. Feuds with the with Valkyrie Raya. Raya. <laughs> um, yeah, also, like, by the way, do we get Okada Danielson at the dome? Like that's a given, right? If he's not six champion, six man open weight. I think there's a good shot because that's kind of what what I was saying too. Is he's got to get his win back at some point? There's a reason why he lost. Yeah, and Danielson's always wanted to do the dome, and you don't have anything for Okada right now. It's a perfect time to do it. Yeah, but I I kind of want to see some rando ass six man tag team put give, together. Yeah, but also, dude, give me Claudio and Okada. How cool was it to see them in the oh. ring? Like even just them standing across from each other I was like, this is all I want. Sign me up. Give me a best out of three with these two. And it, well, that's the second time because did you watch this, the the, well, the six, six man? man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was, that was fantastic. Easily Ooh. one of the matches of the year as well. But it was just so amazing to see, like, um, just them two going at it. Now, this is where I'm saying I kind of want the six man tag thing to happen because you never know how these gonna, are going to go. Um, did you see that? I, I don't remember. Did you end up watching that Frontier Zone match? on the destruction with like the DDT guys and the big Japan guys. No, I did not. So we can, if, if we want to, if we want to talk about, I don't know how much of uh destruction and Ryu Goku. Did you see, did you see any of it? Uh, you have to remind me you, you talk and then I'll look. That was, that was Sonata evil's show. Oh yeah. No, no. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was a whatever show, but they they did this thing at the beginning. It was uh, uh, Takahiro Katori, Jun Masaoka, Kengo Kazuma Sumi, and Taka, uh, Takashi Masa- Masada. DDT, a, guy, a couple guys from Freedom, someone from Big Japan. They wrestled Taguchi, Tiger Mask, Oscar Lube, Toro Yano, and Yoshihashi. And two-and-a-half-star oh, wow. match. Taguchi um, made a Katori tap to an ankle lock. But the best part, of my opinion, post-match, uh, to, to Keshi Masada is the the iron was the, the the iron heavy metal weight champion, and he gets rolled up at the end of the match by uh, Yano, I think it is, and he kicks out. And he has another thing going on, and he's outside the ring, and Kevin Kelly's sticking the microphone in his face. He's like you, he's like you got to get rid of that. He's like he's like if they take this belt from me, I will be fired. I must protect this belt. So he's like pleading for his life that DDT is going to fire him if he loses his title on the show. So they're doing this whole <laughs> DDT post-match for the, the title thing, and it was probably better than the match was. Oh, um, <laughs> so on Power Struggle, 
we have three whoever we don't know who they're going to be. It's just XXX are taking mm-hmm. on the team of Yoshiki Kato, Mochizuki Jr., and Strong Machine J from Dragon Gate. Oh, Frontier Zone match where they're bringing in people not in the company to wrestle in the company. That's really neat. I like. Wow. Who so do you think I'm not saying Um, I'm guessing it's gonna be like, I don't know. Um, maybe it'll be like Yo Leo Rush and. Is Leo else. Rush cleared. I guess that's true. I think it'll be you know like three three juniors from Chaos or something like that. Fuck! Why don't or they maybe bring like, out Speedball Mike Bailey to tear the house down? <laughs> They do, like, Bushi, Teton, and Hiromu, or so. I don't know what they'll do, but that just makes me think, and obviously, I'm, I'm going as super far-fetched as possible, but what if, what if at the Dome, they did Okada, Tanahashi, and Ishii against mm-hmm. Atsushi and Yuma Aoyagi and Kento Miyahara? Oh, my God. Ishii. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just yeah. saying, it probably wouldn't, but... I, I am so into this angle after after they did it and and like the the way that they have it have it on here is uh says after the front zone, frontier zone concept was introduced at destruction in Ryugoku, demand has been high for a return of the unique kickoff where young prospects as well as wrestlers from other companies get a chance to perform against New Japan pro wrestling competition in front of the New Japan crowds. On November 4th, the match title returned in Idion Arena with a pre-powered struggle Frontier Zone highlighting Dragon Gate. Wow. And then that's wow. why they're doing it. Mochizuki Jr., Kato, and Strong Machine J will be representing the promotion at Power Struggle. 21-year-old Mochizuki is the son of Dragon Gate legend Masaki Mochizuki and will look to use his karate background to unleash strong kicks to his opposition. Kato, 26, will be looking to make the most out of his major opportunity as well, barely one year into his in-ring career, which means he didn't get hurt, like I said at that show, I thought he was hurt. Uh, and then while Strong Machine J will be bringing the machine lineage back to the New Japan rings for the first time since the original Super Strong Machine retired back in 2018. The New Japan Pro Wrestling opponents for the Dragon Gate trio will be announced at a later date. What will come in this unique matchup? Watch Power Struggle live in English on New Japan World. Dude, that's so cool. Like, do they actually come out to, like, enforce this match or it just, just happened? They're like, we're going to have Dragon Gate. In yeah, November I, I, at Power Struggle. Yeah, I don't know how they set these up, but I am loving this concept. Fuck, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. God, that gets me so hyped because Dragon Gate has definitely gotten the uh, the wrong end of the stick this year. Where they've always <laughs> been, what, our top three promotion over the last, like, four years, it seems like. You know, or at least easily top five. Always, you know, being consistent, but the injury bug has definitely, you know, killed... A lot of momentum, uh, firing people for stupid drug offenses while they're not even in your country, uh, really stupid. But fuck, man. Mochizuki Jr. Yeah. Strong Machine J is going to be breakdancing, dude, <laughs> in Rio Goku in a New Japan ring. And Yoshiki Kato, fucking sign me up. Like, let's, yeah, I, let's go. I think it's fantastic. Um, uh, how many tickets do you think of this banner, uh, New Japan World uh, 1972.com, or New Japan Pro Wrestling, I should say? Um, do you think this banner will help them sell 32,000 tickets at the Dome? 
of Tetsuya oh. uh, Naito and and Sonata. Look, I'm glad and blue. that 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 people in Japan love Sonata and Naito, and I hope it draws a good number. But as I said, I've never been more nervous slash not anticipating a Wrestle Kingdom main event in my entire life. <laughs> like this match is going to go 38 minutes of slow. Oh God, just don't say that. Over <laughs> under three botched del, uh, Destinos when oh, Naito gets God. the win. If they go, oh man, it's like this. This like Alex, this match might suck. <laughs> How perfect will it be though if Kenta runs down and just demolishes Naito for Sonata to retain the the championship? Oh, I'm all for another sitting on the chest <laughs> moment. I'm all for that. Or um, after Naito wins the title, he, he ambushes him. God, that Dragon Gate <laughs> thing is awesome though. That's yeah. that's really cool news. So, like, like as, as we said, you know, it wasn't wasn't much of a anything show. Even like I'm looking at the Observer, like the pre-show mm-hmm. got two stars, uh, six man tag, Dookie, Taichi, and the returning Yuya Uemura uh, defeated House of Torture. Show Katamaro and Yujiro got two and a quarter. Tangaloa defeats Chase Owens. It got one and three quarters. Ouch. Uh, Bushi, Shingo, Naito, and Yoda Suji defeated Cal Newman, Great Okan, Hanari, and Cobb, two and a half stars. And these matches, 814, 757, 805, 744. Over um, under, Ryan, three years that Yoda will headline a, uh, of Wrestle Kingdom. I think he could do it in two. Whoa. He's got more long hairs. champion. <laughs> he's so great. I love his smile. I love his tenacity. Oh, he's just he's a joy to watch. He really he, uh, and he's well, just he gonna get that, better. <laughs> he did that one gimmick, I can't remember who it was against, but he's just getting the shit beat out of him and then and then like the person realizes like, wait a minute and then all of a sudden Yoda Suji just starts working the guy and it ended up being Yoda Suji's twin brother. They did yeah. like the Eric and Kurt Angle thing. <laughs> I was like, "What? This is even better! Like this guy's amazing." <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man! But really quick, I'll run, just run through the rest of this because I don't. There's not a lot to talk about. Uh, Clark Connors and Drilla Maloney defeated Kevin Knight and Kushida. I don't. Kushida's just nothing anymore. Uh, and then this this stupid shit. This really bugged me. This is why. This is part of the reason I was asking if you watched it. So, six-man tag team, best of seven series, match number seven. Master Wato, Shota Umino, and Yuji Nagata defeat the strong-style team of El Desperado, Minoru Suzuki, and Red Narita. But okay. one of the matches were a draw, so it was just three to three, nobody won. <laughs> That's how they ended that? Oh, my God. Yeah, three, three wins against three. And now Wato and Desperado are in the Super Junior together, and they have a T-shirt where Watto is doing the peace sign holding the camera, and El Desperado is doing the Dobie Gillis statue at the beginning of each show on the steps, pissed off. <laughs> and he's got to wrestle with El Des- like with Watto. With Watto. Oh, um, man, that's, that's great. Uh, ELP and Hikaleo defeated Alex Coughlin and Gabe Kidd to win the New Japan Strong Tag Titles. Um, this rule, this this next match, I went uh, I went four and a quarter. So did Meltzer. Uh, the team of Chaos, Okada, Ishii, and Tanahashi successfully defend the titles against Alex Shelley, Chris Sabin, and Josh Alexander. Wait, I watched that match. Did you? That was great. Yeah. 
That was that show, um, huh? Tamataga defeats David Finley to win the never open weight title back with a style clash and then an Omega Shocker. driver to follow it. Yeah. Um, uh, Hiromu Takahashi defeats Yo and Mike Bailey with uh, the time bomb number two on Yo. And then the main event, Meltzer went one and a half stars. Well, he went worse than I. I went two and three quarters, actually. Uh, Sonata with the deadfall beats Evil in 28 minutes and one second. Oh, my God. That went 28 minutes. It must have felt <laughs> like a fucking eternity. How, in your words, though, Ryan, you said you gave it two and whatever. What was uh, – explain the match in three sentences. I don't remember not- what I watched. I don't remember why I gave it that score. And I'm starting to think I just had it playing while I was playing Madden. Did was the crowd into it? I do you remember? I think so. Um, that was destruction, <laughs> Ryo Goku, ladies and gentlemen. I yeah. think so. <laughs> Man, that weekend between that and that and Fastlane back to back, I was like. I watched shows that meant nothing. <laughs> I mean, like back to back. Um, As Ryan but, stated, New Japan will be in Vegas this Saturday. Matt Vandegrift will take on Buck Skinner. That's a tight name. Uh, Royce Skinner. Isaacs, Jarrell Nelson, Danny Limelight will be taking on, oh, Choco Pro, Choco Pro, Balian Aki, Titus Alexander, oh. and Jacob Austin Young. That would have been worth Vegas just for that match, honestly. Uh, Satoshi Kojima and Fred Rosser will be taking on Alex Coughlin and Jeff Cobb. That's going to be a banger. That'll be uh, Luvia and Johnny Robbie will be taking on the team of Stephanie Vacure and Zurixis. Uh, CMLL, New Japan, and uh, New Japan Strong. This is essentially that type of show here in Vegas. Tom Lawler taking on Gabe Kidd. Uh, Atlantis Roshi Tanahashi. Wow. And Mystico and Atlantis Jr. will be taking on the Chaos team of, Ra- or I guess the MLL team, of uh, Rocky Romero, Silverano Sub- Jr., Tiger Mask, and Adrian Quest. Uh, of course, our main event, Kian will be taking on the New Japan Strong uh, Women's Champion, Julia in yeah, Vegas. Oh, my God. How pissed are you that you're not there this weekend? Uh, ELP and Hikaru, the <laughs> Japan Strong Tag Champs, will be taking on Alex Zane and Lance Archer. And yeah. in your quasi-main event, Eddie Kingston will be defending the New Japan Strong Heavyweight Championship against Hanari, which that actually could be a that really could be damn good match. Um, and then Sonata and Yuya Yamura will be taking on Tetsuya Naito and Hiromu Takahashi. Oh, but your main event? What? Tamatanga mm-hmm. defending the never open weight championship against Shingo. <laughs> now, wow, if, if I if I was there, Alex, uh, Julia wouldn't be wrestling Hyen. She'd be wrestling Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> Photoshop that. Oh. Well, you remember you remember when I sent those texts about? Yeah, that was just funny. Still cracks me up to this day. And you were like, who's she going to wrestle? And I was like, well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's the, the, the Gleet main event. Why Tomatonga? <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you have the tag match as the main event, at least? Because they want people to go home with a good mask. <laughs> oh man. Um 
also, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll run through this shit fast, too, so we can get these out of the way so I don't forget them. Also, Katsuhiko um, Nakajima's last Noah match this Saturday as well. Yep. Oh, that that looks good. That card looks good. Uh, real quick, though, real quick. Also, on the Fastlane nights, this was the third thing I watched that day, uh, Game Changer Art of War Games. Uh, Tony Deppin defeated Alex Price in the opener. Uh, nice. The four-way Joey Janela, Jordan Oliver, Masha Slamovich, and Jack Cartwheel. Uh, Janela with a foot stomp on Cartwheel. Uh, Charles Manson uh, defeats Richard Holiday in one of the most boring matches I've ever seen in my life. Ooh, that was rough. Um, and then we had a bunch of guys, Braden Toon, Cole Raderick, Dylan McKay, Marcus Mathers, and Shane Mercer taking on SG Super Cunt, which was one called Manders, Alley Catch, Effie Mance Warner, and Sawyer Wreck. That's a tight team, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, not a F-E- cool name, but a tight team. Yeah, I, I had to debate if I was going to read it, uh, but Effie defeated uh, Dylan McKay with Sack Rider for the finish. Um, and then I'll tell you what, I was hyped as hell right now for the semi-main event. Blake Christian defending uh, defending the Game Changer World Championship against Jimmy Lloyd. They're in New Jersey. They're in, you know, they're in, they're in the the ballroom that they always do for all the, all their shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get the exact name. Uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey. They were at the showboat. That's what I was looking for. Hmm. Um, Blake Christian defending the, the 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 world title against Jimmy Lloyd, and in less than eight minutes, Blake Christian wins. I I I gave it two stars. I said Christian with a step up stop. What a letdown! Had a lot of hype with Lloyd and a match that was just meh. Even fans giving the NWA, NWO treatment, which was a good thought at least. So like, Blake Christian's getting shit thrown at him. Jimmy Lloyd's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for GC, and then it was just like over. And I was like, man, <laughs> oh, you no. did nothing to capitalize on a homegrown talent that they made. Yeah. Jimmy Lloyd. Yeah. Oh, so that, that was sucks. a letdown. That was a big letdown. Uh, but what then was the main worse event, that or or Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns and Mania. <laughs> probably bigger, the Cody thing. Yeah. Probably the Cody thing because I was really, <laughs> but this was—I mean, this was a definite, especially because I didn't know it was on the card. So I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. here we go." Uh, but then main event, uh, Team Freedoms took on Team GCW. Uh, Jun Kasai, Masashi Takeda, Takashi Sasaki, Toro Segura, uh, Segura, and Violento Jack against Ciclope, John Wayne Murdoch, Miedo Extremo, Nick Gage, and Rita Yamashita. Um, we saw Takeda and Rita Yamashita to start. Sugiora was out next, then Murdoch, then Violento Jack. Mito Extremo came out. Sasaki, Sequipe, Jun Kasai, and the Nick Gage last. Um, hmm. Order of Elimination, Murdoch first out. Violento Jack with a package pile driver. Then uh, uh, Sasaki goes out via uh, Mito Extremo doing a light tube moonsault. Uh, Ciclope and Violento Jack eliminate each other as they give as they do a sidewalk slam spot off a scaffold through doors, glass, tubes, you name it. We didn't see them the rest of the oh, match. No. They were just done after that. 
might have been a shoot landing on all that stuff. Um, hmm. Masashi Takeda, give it up for the guy because he's a great wrestler. People don't, yeah. don't ever see it. Beats Mino Extremo with a regal plex. And he oh. does it onto light tubes, though. Let's <laughs> <is even> <laughs> say what what weapon or what what. <laughs> when he grabbed, I was like, "Damn, he just did a regal flex. Let's go." Um, hmm. Rita Yamashita uh, comes off the top of the scaffold uh, to put Sugera Sugera through through uh, doors to eliminate him, uh, which then June Kasai eliminates. Uh, he shit hands Rita Yamashita off the cage and hits his big splash. Um, and then Takeda uh, is eliminated by Nick Gage via um, Nick Gage did that that middle rope twisting elbow, um, and he yeah. did it through a bunch of light tubes and through a door. And then at the oh, very end, he uh, he with an avalanche pile driver off the top rope through glass. Uh, Nick Gage pins June Kasai to win. Wow. So that was fun. It was like forty-five That's minutes, awesome. but it was fun. Yeah, when they, when they got glass elevated over two tables and they're going upstairs, and, it, and I can just see pile drivers start. I was like, "Oh no, Ugh. this might not be good." But yeah, it was it was it was a fun show. It wasn't the greatest wrestling type of a show, but it, I had a lot of fun watching it. I, I miss the heyday of GCW. It seems like they still have you know kind of the talent you know that we're watching three, four, five years ago. Um, you know, Blake Christian, of course, being one of them, um, minus the, the finish there, but yeah, it just seems, you know, like a good fun promotion. It's, it's cool that they're doing all the stuff with, you know, freedoms and, and a lot of Japan promotions over the last mm-hmm. couple of years too. So, so good for them. Good for Brett Lauderdale and Nick <laughs> fucking Gage. And, uh, the only other thing I have before we get into the Noah stuff that you're uh, about to lead us to, cause I really want to dig into that. Um, Astronauts uh, produced yeah. a, they ran their own produce show called The Family yes. Detective. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but John Moxley was wearing an astronaut shirt to the ring last night. Uh, what what segment was he on? The main he, event? He came up, yeah, when he came to check on Danielson at the end of the match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, he had these strong BJ fucking rules shirt on, and it says Fuminori Abe and Takuya Nomura. I'm like, man, Moxley's endorsing these guys. Moxley needs to show the astronauts to, to Tony. Yeah. If uh, <laughs> Does he deserve then uh, wrestler number three of the year because of the shirt? I mean. Or because it was after the voting process, it doesn't count. <laughs> I, I like John Moxley's shirt more than Seth Rollins' wrestling year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but this this proto show it's on uh, Wrestle Universe, so if you got that, you can watch it. It's only five matches, and um, I haven't watched the main event yet because we started it and it was buffering, and my internet was going wonky. And because oh. of what everybody's been talking about, I refuse. I was like, we got to stop. We, I can't watch it like this. But quick rundown. Um, won't give away any any spoilers or anything, so in case anyone listening wants to, or Alex, if you watch it, want to watch it, and we talk about it next show. But uh, mm-hmm. um, Hideki Suzuki worked Yuazuka from Gleet in the opener. That was pretty fun. Uh, Hikaru Sato and Brother Yashi wrestled Akuto Hadaka and Tano Musaku Toba. Uh, we had Super Tiger versus Kita Yano. Uh, Yuki Ishikawa and Daisuke Sakamoto, the muscle legend himself, took on Daisuke Akata and Minoru Fujita. And then your Ooh. main event, uh, Fuminori Abe versus Takuya Nomura. 
people are saying match of the year. There's literal people I've heard say it's the best match this decade. Oh, um, wow. And these are from people that I know enjoy the astronauts, but aren't fans like I am of the astronauts. So, so they beat I, the shit out of each other, huh? I'm assuming I, it looks like it's about 20 minutes on that on the tape too, which okay. or on the feed. So that's what I'm going to do actually tonight. Um, is I'm going to finish that show. That's the next spreadsheet I have out here. But uh, it's it's a less than two hour long show. I totally oh. recommend people to check it out. They're and they're in a nice little intimate venue. They're in Shinjuku Face. Um. It's, so it's a, it's a fun little show. It's definitely a fun little show, and <clears throat> I can't wait to watch. As, as that's my probably my favorite or top one of my top favorite tag teams in all of wrestling right now. Um, I'm hyped to see them wrestle each other. So that should be good. But nice. You, you mentioned you mentioned Alex, uh, pro wrestling Noah, and you mentioned uh, Katsuyuki Nakajima. Who yes. Um, I saw your your picture. Yeah. Um, when I watched that show, um, uh, what was it? September or October twenty first? It was Saturday, I think that is. Um, All Japan Pro Wrestling raising an army memorial service night four. Um, you had Zenichi Shinjidai Atsuki Aoki, Rising Hayato took on Takeo Mori Yoshitatsu. Um, Shinya Aoki and Dan Tamura don't watch it. I gave it one and a quarter. I don't even know what the finish was. Um, Harashima was on it. Sanshiro Takagi and Yuki Onaya, Team DDT, <laughs> taking on Blackman, Sore, Ren Ayabe, and Shuji Shikawa. And yes, there is a Takagi bike spot in Corken Hall up on the ramp, like where me and Isaiah sat. That's <laughs> wild. <laughs> um we got a Hideki Suzuki again, Koji Iwamoto backed in the company, and Rio Inoue took on Hokuto Omori, Minoru Suzuki, and Naruki Doi. Nice. Nice. Um, we, uh, we got a DDT uh, six-man tag title match. Um, or no, it was the All Japan six-man titles. Uh, Eruption, Hideki Okatani, Saki Akai, and Yukio Sakaguchi took on Maya Yukihi, Miyumi Ozaki, and Suwama. Huh. Um, I was Suwama. He was he was a bully. He was a big bully. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't know if you're going to watch the show or if, if you've already watched it. Or you I, think I, I think I might. I think I might. Yeah, it's not it's not know. a lot. It's it's a fun little show. Uh, but it's everything you'd want Suwama to do in a match with smaller DDT people. It reminded me a lot oh, of what we what we marked out hard for him during the pandemic when they were in that 2AW building and he just beat the shit out of Yoshi Tatsu. <laughs> yep, yep. That's kind of what he does to all three of them. So it's it's like, yeah, this is great. Go Suwama. Um, then we get the Voodoo Murders, uh, the All Japan Tag Team Champions, Jude and Rei Saito against Ryuki Honda and Yuma Anzai. And then in the main event, uh, in one of the best closing stretch finishes I've seen all year, full five stars, uh, Yume Oyagi defending the, the uh, All Japan Triple Crown Championship against Kento Miyahara. Wow. And this this... I think this was the best match they've had. The lead-in video is incredible. Um, it goes back to when Yuma Aoyagi's a little young boy and Miyahara kind of embracing him back in 2014. 
and how he's he's taking the title from his buddy Sorry and Aoyagi's like I'm gonna be I'm gonna beat Kento Miyahara finally and this match rules. It is so mm. good. It is so good. Like I said, I went the full five. No, didn't even have to think about it. Um, okay, I might have to watch this right away. And um, you know, without without any sort of spoiling. Um, mm-hmm. God, Nakajima shows up during the show. Oh my God! I'm so, yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking of, I'm like, I want to see Nakajima wrestle Aoyagi or Miyahara or, you know what I mean, like you name it. And as we talked about when he announced that he was going to be stepping away from pro wrestling, Noah, like, why commit? Like, why not do these freelances? You know, like a territory. You know, and, and do three, four months, you know, at a time, you know, do your top matches and like refresh and then see at the end of the day, what company has something for you in the future? Again, Tony Khan, very interested in Nakajima, Nakajima, very interested in coming to America um, on a more consistent basis. But I mean, yeah, all elite wrestling is definitely a very enticing endeavor. And especially with the New Japan ties. Uh, all the ties that they have, and you know, mm-hmm. you can kind of keep that freelance thing he's going that too. Beauty. If that's what he wants. He'll have that same beauty, like I mentioned with Osprey, where he can go. He they won't make him just stay there if he doesn't want. You know, he can go and work. You know, so when he's back at home in Japan, he can still work, and that's what I think is. Yeah. I'm excited about. Um, can you imagine the like the the world we're living in? If say say two months from now or whatever, um, <laughs> he wins the title. And the triple crown champion is Nakajima, and the GHC champion is Jake Lee. <laughs> you don't think Kano's going to beat him? I, I, I mean, he might. I, I watched. Um, I was because Kano was his first defense, wasn't it? Um. It was first or second, because I remember I was very adamant against it. Like, why are you going to just throw Kano yeah. to the wolves right away? So maybe... I was, I was shocked that he um, that he beat uh, uh, Shiozaki. I was yeah. just like, holy shit, he just beat... He just beat Shiozaki. Okay, so Jake Lee beat Kiyomiya. Then he beat Nakajima. Then he beat Marafuji. Oh. And then he beat Takashi Sugera. Then it was the N1. And then he beat Goshiyazaki. So he is, oh, so he he is not. He wrestled Kano okay. once. And Kano beat him in the uh, N1. Okay. Because Jake wow. ran the block. He beat Thatcher. He beat you. Y- Thatcher y- was because it was when I was on the Kaito Kiyomiya train for a hot second where I'm like, I don't know. Why are you going to bury your dude again? And But yeah, that's I knew it was something where I was like, huh? So that's good. It's a fresh matchup uh, mm-hmm. where Kano definitely has a shot then. Yeah, I, to, I, I uh, agree. To win that championship. So that's kind of cool. And Jake Lee, let's be real. Great run. Change of scenery. He... Swagger, character. Uh, he looks more comfortable in the ring. Only with facial hair. As we found out, he's only good <laughs> when he has a goatee. Um, but yeah, kudos to uh, to Jake Lee, man, for for finally finding that spark. Yeah, I I never I never would have thought that Jake Lee might be in my top ten wrestler of the year after the way he was. Just yeah. never, never never clicking, getting it over that 
And now he's not moving business again, but now we're just getting back into that whole ticket thing. You know, where it's like, I just, are they getting, are people paying for subscriptions? Are people watching it is what I'm more worried about. Yeah. And, and he's not having a bad run. Like he said, he's, and, and, it's the, and the thing about him, too, is, like I, like I said, I didn't think there was any way Shiozaki was losing. No. I was like, oh, my God. he, he Now he just beat Go Shiozaki. Okay, he's got four defense, five defenses now. I'm like, this is this is a run. I didn't expect this. Um, do we, oh, damn it. What was I going to just ask you? Um, oh, I just found out, and I don't know what the, the result is, but on Rampage, could Kyle Fletcher – low-key be, I don't know, top 20 of the year because he's, just, yes. you know, losing efforts. But, my God, his matches that he's had with Danielson and Omega and now mm-hmm. uh, Konosuke Takeshita tomorrow night, that's a match where I'm like, oh, I'll actually watch Rampage on my DVR for once because that match has me fucking intrigued. Yeah, like, I don't even want to read spoilers, but, my God, kudos to Kyle Fletcher and Takeshita. Yeah, that's, for building that's his brand, little... venturing into the U.S. and look where he's at. Yeah, yeah, to God, to catch it is another guy's had such a good year. The the thing too with Kyle Fletcher that I think is so appealing about it, but also could be the the, the little oh uh, fuck uh oh kind of thing, is at some point he's just gonna get too far up on the cards with Mark Davis never being able to stay healthy. Yeah, it makes me nervous that that's gonna <laughs> cause a stoppage for Aussie Open. Correct, but I mean, as we all know, you know he's he's definitely the the standout. Where Davis again is that that muscle and and, and the guy who can talk on the mic. And as you you know corrected me where you're like, no, Kyle Fletcher can talk. Uh, yeah, he's a lot more comfortable. I like this cocky, you know, young kid where he's like, I am going to beat you because I'm younger, I'm faster, I'm more athletic and stronger. I'm like, holy shit. All right. Like, he just said that to Danielson and Omega. <laughs> yeah. And like, he cut that really good promo at the, at the, um, at the ROH show too, when they had to vacate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he, I think another thing you got to look at too is he is the prototypical, I want to be Will Ospreay. Like it's, it's not hard to realize who he, who he's impersonating or who he mm-hmm. bases himself off to. That's fine. This generation, we're going to see so many people base themselves off of Will Ospreay. That's just how yeah. that's going to go from now on. Yeah. Um. But I, I think the kicker is with 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 Fletcher, is how. how how do you how do you gauge twenty seventeen Will Osprey? Like who is like who is he wor- working in you know twenty seventeen? He's he's losing. Um, he lost to Travis Ricochet. Banks for. I uh, at the that was the that was the who did he work at the time? Oh, at? progress! I miss progress. Yeah, man, when progress was good, holy shit. Um. 2017 at the Dome. Why can't I think? Oh, 2017 at the Dome. He was in the the never open weight six man tag four way gauntlet. Uh, he was. It was Jado, Will Osprey, and Yoshihashi, Fale, Pei, Hangman, and Yujiro, David Finley, Ricochet, and Satoshi Kojima, 
and the winners were Bushi, Evil, and Sonata. <laughs> what? That seems like a cluster <laughs> of a match. What? Uh, Rev Pro, Marty Skrull, Pete Dunn, and Travis Banks defeat the um, the Uptown Funkers, Ryan Smile, and Will Osprey, and Shane Strickland. Wow. So this is what he was doing. Um, you know, uh, Juice Robinson, Katsuyori Shibata, and Tiger Mask defeat Hiroki Goto, Jano, and Will Ospreay. Like this is this is what he was doing twenty seventeen. He he had a Revpro title man. shot. Uh, he lost to Shibata. Shibata was the champ at the time. And, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I just mean like yeah. this is what he was doing in twenty seventeen, right? So fast forward to right now. Kyle, this is Kyle. Kyle Fletcher just turned twenty four, and look what he's doing. Yeah. So. Am I saying he's Will Osprey? No, but a guy who I'm sure has had, you know, obviously had a lot of influence, and a guy who he's kind of molded himself after. If you look at where he is on the trajectory of where Will Osprey was, I think mm-hmm. a lot of the thoughts that not only we have in a lot of the internet community, um, but Tony Khan himself, and, I, and I'm sure Don Callis and, and those guys, because of adding him to the program. This guy may have a career in front of him that is a fantastic run. With if you if you just just play the numbers of comparing him to where Will Osprey was at this point in his career, it's he's ahead of where Osprey was. He is, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's a tough one to gauge. I mean, they're the same, but I think they're different like i i think fletcher seems more comfortable on the mic than osprey was at that time because uh, mm. maybe because he wasn't even given that opportunity as uh kyle fletcher is given now um or even you know kind of on the indies but he's developed his body already i think is a is a big and positive. that's what threw me off because he was so like that's what i thought he was older than what he was and like because he looked mm-hmm. so different because he bulked up you know like you said like you know osprey did um, obviously, but you know, for him to still able to do that stuff, that's why I was like, that guy's thirty, and you're like, he's twenty four, and I'm like, <laughs> so I couldn't get into that tag match you showed me that one night. I'm like, <laughs> oh, the Kyle looks, yeah, I was like, it looks too weird. Like, what's going on? Yeah, he it, he had like a, like this weird Zack Saber early Osprey kind of look to him, and then then he Again, just another banger. Up. Another banger in Royal Quest three, Osprey and Zack Saber Jr. <laughs> yeah, Osprey's... I still watch Royal Quest. I hope it's I, it's on the network now. It is. Oh, you gotta watch. You gotta watch the main events. Whoo! Osprey could have seven matches on the top. <laughs> he's, he's so good. I'm reserving one for the for the tag for the former AEW World Tag Team Champions. Which which. Which match? Are you talking about the uh, FTR one? Yeah, FTR and the uh, Bang Bang Gang. God, that was minutes. so good. Oof-da. My goodness, is that good. <laughs> that had a, a revival Alpha Academy feel to it. Yeah. Or yeah. or revival Never DIY uh, feel with how good it was. But and that's that's once again when Jay White lands, there's nobody that can touch him sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when his stuff doesn't land, he is just 
boring sometimes. <laughs> no. Like remember remember the the Wrestle Kingdom match with with Kota Ibushi like forty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. It was just like all right, guys. I like, try not, not to remember bad. it. <laughs> I'm like like you guys are having a, a perfectly fine match, but I really need this to go somewhere. <laughs> but it's oh, you know I'm I'm intrigued with with what you know what they're gonna. What they're gonna do here at the, the Nakajima situation in all Japan, um, you know the Osprey thing. I I still think MJF has a contract and that's just a ploy. But I do okay. really feel that Osprey like this is a. I I think this is the big story of 2024. Is what is Osprey gonna do? Because you got yeah. you got to think about it. All those guys' contracts come up after um, Wrestle Kingdom. That's how they, they always sign in January. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about it, Nakamura, Styles, Anderson, Gals all worked the Dome and then worked New Year's Dash, and that was it. What if both of them show up at Mania? Like, in a non-perfect world, what if it's MJF and Will Ospreay just showing up at WrestleMania? That would be, that would be nuts. WrestleMania 40, why not go big, man, in Philadelphia of all places? There was, man, yeah, if you want to talk about Ultimate Swerve, the only swerve that I think could beat that, we were talking about this last night on Xbox. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm getting over a cold from when I got home. Uh, but how amazing, like, I, I think when we, we talked about this and we said where would it rank, this to me is on the... If this happened, this is on the Hogan Bash at the Beach level to me. Ooh. Or, or Scott Hall when he showed up. Type okay. Thing. So, you know, they're putting over the mask guy, the, the mask dudes on the show and everything, yada, yada, yada. Um, and at the end of, end of the thing, end of the night, there's the, the five guys in the masks or whatever. And, yep. um, one of the masks gets pulled off in a tagman page. And they're like, what? And then, you know, another one gets pulled off and it's Matt Jackson. Hmm. And then the next, you know, like the next one gets pulled off and it's Nick Jackson. And, and this is all during like a big brawl. They're, they're brawling all over the building and the baby faces are just managing to pull the mask off. You know, hmm. to try to figure out that. And, and MJF's nowhere to be seen, obviously. So then the fourth mask gets pulled off and it's Kenny. And then they all take the advantage and they, they take out Taven and Bennett and Jay White and Juice and the guns and, you know, whoever, Adam Cole, whatever, who's, whoever's there. And <clears throat> they stop and everyone's like, oh, my God, MJF bought the elite. <laughs> and he pulls the mask off and it's not MJF, it's CM Punk. Shut up! <laughs> and they get out, they get on the mic, and Kenny Omega takes the microphone and he says, "You know, a lot of you guys have made it really difficult because of your tenacity and not wanting to quit, but we've been working on this for over two years, and it took forever because of people like MJF and Jungle Boy and 
you know, yada, 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 that put a monkey wrench in our plan. And now that we've got this figured out, we're taking this company over. <laughs> would, would that, would that, how would that sort of rank? And what would your reaction be? I, I don't know if I would cry of joy or I don't know. That'd be a lot of, I'm, I'm getting emotional just thinking about that possibility. And, and at the end of the day, it's pro flipping wrestling, so anything yeah. could happen. But I'm just like, oh my! And then and then they set up for it like at at double or nothing. They do uh, stadium stampede or anarchy in the arena or whatever the the hell they do. The the, the one that they've been doing the last couple of years that have been getting like five stars. The mm-hmm. anarchy in the arenas, the whatever, whatever going. And they wrestle MJF, Adam Cole. Um, Jay White, Samoa Joe, and like, I don't know, insert guy number five. Edge, no. Um, <laughs> you know, does, Moxley, who cares, or mm-hmm. something. It's, but I mean, could you imagine that all the, it's, you know, Jay White, MJF, and Adam Cole are going to go together because they need to, like, they don't know what to do. Like, they've never seen something like this before. I mean, yeah, the the, the mega powers. I mean, it, it, yeah. it's kind of like the it's kind of like the rumored uh, Survivor Series War Games match uh, in Chicago. Uh, a lot of tread coming on the heel. What's that? Heels of one Phil Brooks uh, possibly showing up uh, as CM Punk once again. Um, but you know, with the rumors of like you know the baby faces versus you know the heels, where it's you know Judgment Day and the Bloodline teaming up, you know, versus like your Cody, your your Jey Uso, and you know yada yada. But uh, but your match sounds completely better. Uh, it sounds I, like that's a main event. Uh, I don't know if you need a stadium stampede, but fuck, do it at the uh, the Blood and Guts because that would be even oh free. that's that's who it is. It was it was MJF. Adam Cole, um, Jay White, um, Samoa Joe, and then Kota Abushi. Yeah. Because Abushi's pissed at Omega for doing the turn. Oh, okay. Okay. So that way Omega and Abushi can go at it. You can have, um, you know, M- MJF going at it with, with CM Punk. You know, like it's just you could put you could have Joe and um you know, Joe and, and, and Jay White or something go after the butt like however you want to do it. But I'm just like, man, if they were able to to pull that swerve off would be just I'd be that I it, it may be the biggest swerve in wrestling ever. The biggest there, ever, yeah, yeah. There's nobody they wouldn't have got. No, <laughs> like that's what I, it's like. That's well, they have loud. the Bucks and Punk. Well, I mean, the only caveat would be Larry and uh, Ace Steel. Larry and Ace Steel in the background. Ace Steel holding a Punk, chair. What if Punk's like? He's like, we almost pulled it off last year until that stupid dog of mine had to get involved, and everyone's like, <laughs> "Oh, you asshole! That's Larry." He's like, he's like, fuck them kids. Yeah, yeah. He's like my dumbass friend Ace Steel had to go and bite Kenny. Yeah. You know, like they could do so much that would just blow people's mind. 
Um, did you do you think? What do you what do you think? Survivor Series is there absolutely zero chance he's coming back? Like they said, is there a slight chance? Do you think? Does Vince overrule everybody and pull the trigger because he wants to, or are they and are or are they just downplaying the rumors and they know they already got him type thing? Like how do you where do you gauge what's what's honestly? Honestly, I think it's it's kind of all of the above. Um, to be fair, but I I don't think they I don't think he shows up. I I honestly don't. Um. I think it's true. They were they were just kind of waiting and seeing. Um, the show's already sold out. I don't know if it's due to the AEW like speculation. You know, I was like, oh, is he going to show up? Is he going to be here? I'm surprised that they're doing it at the uh, Rosemont Horizon. Sorry, Allstate, it's Rosemont Horizon for life. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of interesting there. Because um, I don't know the last time they did a pay per view. Do they still run their stuff? Anyways. Um, so, I mean, will it be the biggest pop? Possibly. Did CM Punk have one of the most memorable moments in that in that stadium in that arena? Yeah, Money in the Bank twenty or yeah twenty eleven. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's too much. If if they're gonna say, hey, we're gonna have a, a secret partner, you know, insert teammate X, then I would say ninety nine percent it's it's CM Punk, but. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think they're writing what they have right now. I, I think a true test, Ryan, too, is L.A. Knight at Crown Jewel with him and Roman Reigns as the main event. I think that'll be a true test of, okay, can he carry on with the biggest star in our company? Will he get the okay? And and John Cena gave him, you know, the, the quote-unquote, you know, passing on the torch, if you will, you know, from face-to-face, uh, you know, at Fastlane and kind of the stuff, you know, on on TV that I've seen via clips, but um, I don't know. I, I I just don't think it's right at the moment. No, I, I don't know. I, think I don't know. They're they're doing it perfect. I think just kind of like you said, they're 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 running a build. They they just happen to luck out and run the building of the guy who got fired from the number two company in the world, and you get yeah. to ride that momentum. Like, yeah, that that's the biggest F you, I think, mm-hmm. if they show them. And, and again, I think out of spite. I love to do things out of spite. And I think, you know, it's very much in the WWE's MO. Now, Vince McMahon, if he's having the power, which apparently, you know, uh, Ari Emanuel's kind of said, eh, he's, you know, the rumor is his trips is, you know, kind of the, the man in charge now. Uh, yeah, at, at least in creative. At least in creative. So uh, it'll be interesting what, what Vince does bring, if he still kind of gives that okay. But uh, when it all comes down to it is how much money can they make? What else can they do with the sold-out arena already? You know, yeah, they only long have 1,500 tickets left to sell. They've, they've sold 15,340, uh, yeah. and it's only set up for 16,860. So which almost... they open up spaces, which they've opened up, I, th- I think, uh, two or three additional sections in the last, you know, in, in – beginning of this week so uh i mean i i don't know they, they they could do a multitude of things um is he the biggest star in your company that's not roman reigns if he shows up cm punk yeah um maybe 
Even though we, we know he can't really do it in the ring as much anymore. Well, th- that's why he it's a perfect perfect thing, perfect place to go. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need to worry about his work. And that's part of the problem is he went to a company that's a work rate company. So that's yeah. just going to get exploited, especially when, you know, you haven't done it in years. I don't blame you for not being able to do things you still <laughs> do. You know, like, I, uh, that's just how our bodies work. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's almost the Jade Cargill situation. I think it's a perfect spot for him because it's, it's not about work rate anymore. Yeah. So there's it's nothing about to presentation. Them. Yep. And, and he, you know, damn well, if you give him a microphone, he's going to take care of that thing. <laughs> like, he'll yeah. be just fine with a microphone in his hand. So I, I think he'd get over. I just, I guess it just depends what time of day it is. Like, like how much longer does LA Knight stay over, over like that? It's hot. Yeah. Like, That's why I said, I think a big testament is, is crown jewel. Mm-hmm. If he puts on a good match, if, the internet goes a buzz if Meltzer gives it, you know, four and a third or and higher. I think the momentum will will be a lot longer than than what people expect. Yeah, I think that helps. And, and once again, not to beat a dead horse, but he's in a perfect spot because it's not a work rate company. And yeah. he's he's a much better character and mic work guy than his in ring, and that doesn't matter here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, as we know, what, as they only have thirty minutes of wrestling each show, it seems like. <laughs> In three hours, <laughs> yeah. and you know, look, this dude out was the number one selling guy in the company. Yeah, you know, so he's definitely moving merch. Um, is he going to win? I don't think so, but <laughs> I think that crowd will eat him up overseas, which is a good thing. Like, they'll love it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the Australia show and the Germany show and. Uh, rumored France show that they're going to be doing. How, what do you think of the WWE expanding since this venture, or, or since Nick Khan, you know, has kind of taken the reins? They they've been going a lot more places and doing a lot more different things. What are your thoughts on that? It's, like I said, competition is a good thing because it makes these companies do things, whether it's good or bad. They, they're at least trying to do new things, trying mm-hmm. to do more things. You know, so now if I'm an overseas fan, I get to see more wrestling. That's a yeah. great thing for me. You know, <clears throat> looks like um, with the forum in Inglewood, they are at uh, almost ten thousand for full gear. Really, good for them. So I was so worried least, about that one. At least the pay per view they're hitting. Yeah, which which is a good thing. Hey, you I know mean, that. Mer- mm-hmm. No, I was gonna say. I mean, that's a perfect uh, time for money to fall yeah. from the sky. They Perfect need they, that woman's division needs a kick in the butt. Like, or is Jamie Hader. <laughs> I don't, I don't think you want to mention kicks and Sasha Banks, aka uh, Mercedes Monet. I don't, I don't think you want to use that term with that wrestler. Ooh, she bad things like might happen. Bad, bad things might happen. With kick, what did she do with kicks? Didn't she like kick Paige and in, into the turnbuckle? Oh damn, you're right. Back, she drop kicked her in the back of the head, and then Paige just started crying and she couldn't walk. <laughs> damn. All right, <laughs> P. <laughs> I forgot about that. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say. I thought she hates internet fans who ask her for her autograph and then she berates them. <laughs> uh, seven, eight years later, Ryan. Where do you? How do you rank the four horsewomen as of today? Sasha one, Becky two, Bailey three, Charlotte four. What did we have it 
six, five years ago? I think we had Sasha at the top. And then probably Charlotte and then Bailey. Then Becky. And then, isn't it crazy how Becky was always last and then yeah. how she made more of a bigger, uh, I, I don't want to say commitment, but she just made a, I mean, more exposure, bigger splash, if you will, long term. I think. I don't know. It's wild. It's wild to me. Good for her. Good for her. And and that's why you could tell. I think they were the big stars out of it. You know, Sasha. Mm-hmm. She's on ESPN. She's the first woman, or you know, she she main evented WrestleMania first singles yep. match. Um, now she's in New Japan. Like she she's really went through it. And Becky just kept working for it. It's. Yeah. I think Charlotte got complacent. And I also think to her, it's to her detriment is she's never worked in other styles, so she doesn't know anything, and that's why I don't think she ever got better, or never could call a match, you know, for that mm-hmm. matter. And Bailey just was booked weird, had a lot of injuries. Half the time, the injuries over like, the last couple of years hurt her, yeah. But she's been doing you know, great stuff, I think, as a heel. I mean, it was one of the best things. It's you know, she seems rejuvenated now, but like she she had that weird stretch. Um, I was trying to think of who it reminded me of. There was, you could always tell by like, wow, they, I bet you they haven't hit the gym in like two months. They really don't care right now. And then mm-hmm. it's like, dang, look how good they look. They, they're motivated. Like yeah. she had a lot of those moments where you could tell she just didn't care. And which I don't, I don't blame her. She was really booked bad, you know, yeah. whereas, and you know, so it didn't, that didn't help anything. And when she came up for the main roster, she was kind of the, the odd one out, like she wasn't in the Mania match, you know, things like that. Yeah. But, you know, most people are probably going to say Charlotte because of all her titles, but okay, cool, she won a prop. She didn't, she wasn't a, she never got better at wrestling. Yeah, because let's be real, without that title, she's really mm-hmm. nothing to, to <laughs> kind of watch. I got a, somebody sent me a video on Instagram where it's, it says like new woman's champion. And this dude's like, yeah, and he, he's raising the title, the woman's title. So it's, you know, he's actually like a, a woman to want it. And then all of a sudden it just flashes to a body just standing in a shadow and above the shadow body, it just says Charlotte flair. And then it goes back <laughs> to him and he goes, damn it. And he spikes the title. <laughs> If uh, her and Andrade are, are still good, um, does she make the jump to AEW? You know, I think if she did, that would be one of the best things that could happen to her. Take as 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 they they refer it, and he's even he's even said it. You you need to you need to leave and have a Drew run. You need to go have a Drew run, like Drew McIntyre yeah. did when he got fired. He goes and he's. Evolve champion, Dragon Gate USA champion. You know he's that guy won champion. titles in Dragon Gate USA. Mm-hmm. He, he was tag partners with Johnny Gargano. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> I think yeah, every Drew... time you bring that up, I'm like, what? <laughs> Drew Galloway and Johnny Gargano. They had a match with the Young Bucks. That was awesome. What? Drew McIntyre has been in the ring with the Young Bucks. <laughs> yeah, let me see if I can find out how. That makes no know, right? sense to me. <laughs> Did he just throw them around? Was he jacked 
uh, McIntyre at that point? This was this was after this was in the process of becoming jacked. Oh, okay. Well, he got jacked like testosterone, <laughs> thirty milligrams three times a week, jacked. Yeah, no. Um, while you're looking at that, uh, Mike Bailey, Speedball Mike Bailey, of course, Midnight Express. Shout out to Mao. Uh, I really hope him and Mao like talk on the phone or text like, oh, yeah. a couple times a week. I really, that's all I kept thinking, like randomly throughout the phenomenal match he had against the aerial assassin Will Osprey at uh, again Impact's Abound for Glory. Um, I was like, God, I hope Mao's watching this, just beaming and smiling, uh, <laughs> being proud of his, you know, his friend, his former tag team, you know, partner, uh, just having one hell of a showcase match. I mean, Mike Bailey's had a showcase 2023. Uh, hell, ever since he's been able to work the States and, and travel, uh, you know, since that ban was lifted, uh, has been doing nothing but great stuff. Hell, it, he even got me to enjoy the mullet. Hell, he got Coda. He gave Coda Abushi a rub. That's how good Mike Bailey is uh, over at the at the Blood Sport there uh, earlier this year. But um, I mean, I don't know what else to, there is to say. Go see this match. Watch Impact tonight. I think they're on Twitch, if not YouTube. Um, fantastic match. I mean, the crowd was hot for it. Uh, the wrestlers were hot for it. Uh, Will Ospreay just looking as determined as ever. Uh, Mike Bailey just pulling out all the stops. Um, but, man, when he's hitting, like, Tiger Driver 93s, <laughs> slapping his shit out of Bailey, uh, Bailey uh, doing moves I don't know the names of. Um, if, fuck, if anybody man, I, I on know. here it's, it's remembers matchup. If if anybody listening uh, remembers the early TNA days when Loki and Amazing Red would have like kung fu scene movie fights during their match and the crowd would lose their shit, there's a kickoff fight battle thing between Osprey and Mike Bailey where I, 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 I won't spoil it, but at one point Mike Bailey roundhouse kicks Will's Osprey's super kick away. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and there's catch. I mean, there's, it was like, what is going on here? The calf kicks that he would, or the mule kicks he would give to Bailey's head, <laughs> os cutters on the apron, os cutters in the ring. That um, there's there's a uh, a hidden blade as Mike Bailey's going for his tornado roundhouse oh, kick across the ring. And Osprey jumps high. It looks like Kobe in the 98 dunk contest or whatever. Goes flying and just hidden blades him in the face. And Bailey takes the sickest bump. Yeah. God, that and we good. get And we get Osprey Alexander. I did not read anything mm-hmm. about that match. Shelly that could be another top Alexander 10. Another really top good. 10. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Bound for Glory again. I mean, just just go see this match. It's it's fantastic. Uh, search up Impact Wrestling while you can before 2023 ends, uh, because we will uh, announce why uh, after Ryan runs down the card. Because I only watched one other match, and that was the match before Osprey. And speaking um, of Mike Beal. that so you watched uh, 
I'm a nerd for ABC. I'm a nerd for the Rascals. I'm, oh yeah, I was happy okay. to see these two. Was I, it I disappointing? Not disappointing, but we got new, you know, Impact Tag Champs. But it was good. I, again, this is a match I wanted longer, but you know, it served the purpose. But it just ended, and I was like, oh, spray paint to yeah. the face. I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was um, um, uh, wait a minute, I. I clicked on the wrong damn thing. I was so confused for a second. Whoa. I was like, was confused. I was like, Bully Ray and Jordan Grace defeat Kylan King and Steve Macklin. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, I'm on the Bound for Glory Fallout show. <laughs> what? Well, to be fair, they were in the same match together this year. <laughs> but yeah, Chris Chris Saban uh, beats Kenta in the opener. This was really fun. Kenta was was old Kenta, really douchey Kenta, and nice. uh, he, he he gets he gets Chris Saban, and he and he he does like the hands on his on his cheek to go to sleep like CM Punk would do, mm-hmm. and then as the crowd starts to pop as he starts moving his hands up there, he just double burns the crowd. He's like fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> and then he does the it. throat slit, which is his go to sleep taunt. Instead, he's like fuck that sleeping, yeah, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> and then Saban countered out and beat him, but it was really good. Um, the The Monsters Ball felt like 2004 Monsters Ball, which is amazing. Where oh, they nice. would have, um, so PCO defeats Moose Rhino, Steve Macklin. PCO took all the sick bumps you can imagine. There was a couple that I almost threw up on that he took a bump like because he oh. he needs to stop doing some of that shit. But they had them all locked into, like, closets and, and rooms with no lights, no food and water for 24 hours. So they, they opened the door to let them make their way to the ring, and they're all they got their hands in the air because the light's too bright for their eyes. And, you know, they're, they're putting over that they have been in a pitch black room for a day. And they're That's ready cool. to just go kill each other. It's like, they did that thing, and I was like, oh, man. So I, had, I was explaining that to the guys when we were watching on Discord. Like, okay, this is why they did this and that. Because everyone's like, what's going on here? And I'm like, trust me, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as you mentioned, Austin and Chris Bay defeat the Rascals. I, I do like me some ABC. Uh, you are, you're definitely right about that one. And the ultimate finesse, man. I remember watching a video of this kid who's like 11 years old and he orders an Impact Wrestling X Division title, and he's talking about, yeah, this is new company, Impact, but I don't know a lot about him, but this is X Division. Turns out it's Chris Bay doing a belt review on YouTube. And, wow. You know, now he's Impact World Tag Team Champion. And That's it's, awesome. It's, so it's a feel-good, in my opinion. I, I'll find that video. I'll see if I can find it. If I do, I'll, I'll And they use the classic Bullet year. Club theme, which is mm-hmm. cool. Uh, Bullet Club. <laughs> then we had, you know, obviously Oscar Bailey we talked about. Uh the call your shot gauntlet match uh was Jordan Grace, Brian Myers, Bully Ray, Dirty Dango, Eddie Edwards, Eric Young, Frankie Kazarian, Giselle Shaw, Heath, Jake Something, Jody Threat, Joe Hendry, Johnny Swinger, Jonathan Gresham, Juventud Guerrera, Kenny huh. King, Kylan King, Matt Cardona, Rich Swan, and Sonny Kiss. With uh, Jordan Grace, last eliminating bully rate a win. Honestly, uh, she, that's not a bad roster 
of wrestlers. Like, it's not like you're a generic, like, battle royal. I'm like, huh, mm-hmm. that's actually some really good talent in there. And Bully Ray fully put her over. She she beat him with fucking Made in Japan like Shingo. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was like, damn. Nice. She got Bully up there and just crack your done, kid. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Trinity beat Mickey James. This was a yeah, it was it was all right. Three, you know, three star special. Nothing okay. crazy to go home about. Um How does any uh, difference I have not watched a Trinity Impact match. Any difference in styles from her WWE Naomi days? You can tell that she's trying to do different things. Um I haven't okay. seen enough of her to like completely have a, a better opinion, but I noticed like in this match, I was like, oh, I don't remember her ever trying that before. And a couple of them looked kind of funky, and a couple of them worked. And so you can definitely tell oh. she's, she's learning from people and trying. More. How what? Okay, uh, that, that's what I was gonna ask. So like, you know, being in the ring with a veteran and, and impact TNA legend like Mickey James, like I, I mean, was it fluid at least? Like, was it like, like you said, three star special? But you know. Is, is that a high regards in today's women's wrestling climate? That's outside yeah, of Joshi. I, I think so, and and I I think one of the main the main components for me is you can tell that she's she's learning things. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. yeah. Whereas oh, yeah, for sure, you know, you, you look back she's out at of that you know, system. Yep, exactly, and that's that's it's like I said with Charlotte, you know, a a year year and a half ago, you know, she's wrestling the same match the same night with the same um, match Booker guys agents doing the exact same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Now she's working these matches where, you know, she she look look at Slam Anniversary, she won the title by beating Diana Perazzo. I bet yeah. you she got a lot out of working Diana Perazzo. Um, you know, she worked on Taylor Wilde when she was feuding with Prado. her and Prado tagged. Um, this was actually in Cicero too. Uh, Cicero uh, Stadium lost to Kylan King and Taylor Wilde in a tag match. I bet you she got something out of work in Taylor Wilde. You yeah. know, she had the yeah, rematch with Prado, which they went fifteen and a half minutes. She worked in that crazy ten uh, woman tag with Awesome Kong and Gail Kim. What? Oh, on the anniversary show? Yeah, it was Kong, Kim, Grace, Mickey James, and Trinity against Angelita Love, Deanna Prazo, Giselle Shaw, Savannah Evans, and Tasha Steeles. Shit, that sounds actually like a <laughs> fun time. So oh. I, I definitely think she's being allowed to do more, and I think because of that, she's trying to do more. Here's one that I didn't know about, too. She had a mixed tag match uh, in June. It was Deanna Perrazzo, Nick Aldis, the Motor City Machine Guns, and Trinity uh, defeat Giselle Shaw, Kenny King, Savannah Evans, Sheldon Jean, and Trey Miguel. So she tagged with the Machine Guns. She probably learned a couple wacky things from the Machine Guns. (laughs) (laughs) That's a cool thing to think about, actually. That's, Mm. That's really nice. But yeah, I, I think she's she's definitely gotten better. Um, nice. And then main events, I mean, this is you know four and a quarter, four and a half. Uh, Alex Shelley, Josh Alexander, they gave him twenty two and a half minutes too, which is awesome. Uh, Alexander, I'm honestly surprised. Like, he he looked like a monster. He looked like he was going to get that title back, and then Shelley, being the resilient smaller guy, played his part while Josh Alexander got all of his shit over for him, and in a nice, nice, good finish. 
Yeah. Um, and I'm glad. I like. I really like the, this this Alex Shelley world title run. I, I've always liked Shelley, and I like that Machine Guns have been loyal, and they're repaying them by by giving them. You know, Saban already had his world title run. Double he Fully Ray for it. So yep. now you gave Shelley his. Saban's X division champion, you know, that this is, I think, 10th time, which is a record. They've both been wow. the tag champs. Now these guys, you, you know, you can see these are your guys that, that have won everything. Here's your Young Bucks. Here's your Usos. You know, this is our Motor City Machine Guns. And they've yeah. won everything. And when the time comes, we can induct them in our Hall of Fame. And they'll just, they're always going to look great like that. And yeah, it's, it was, it's just a... Impact, like you said, Impact just seems good right now. They're fun right now. But they've been fun for since Demore has kind of taken yeah. over. So like four or five years. I mean, honestly, again, with him, Callus, and, you know, he has a lot of other smart wrestling minds and, you know, kind of teaming up with Khan and AEW yeah, during that stretch. That I think it was very smart. Too. Gained a lot of exposure when AEW was the hottest thing, you know, around, mm-hmm. you know, at that time. Not saying that they're not, you know, it's not a shot or anything, but... I mean, that was a totally different period, you know, as, as yeah. we discussed in, in so many different ways. So I thought that was a very, very smart, you know, thing because, you know, WWE was not going to do something like that. Could they now? Possibly. But it's not about them at the moment. Uh, as we stated, the big announcement uh, after having some pretty big matches at this night, Ryan, Impact Wrestling is going back to TNA Wrestling without yeah. the Jarrett's, without Panda, without Dixie Carter. Uh, obviously, you're more of a TNA, you know, history buff uh, than I am. Uh, it sucks because, again, I look at these rosters and I'm like, how did they not compete? How was this not <laughs> AEW 15 years ago, man? Because holy shit. Again, I repeat, how was this not AEW 15 years ago uh, when they had Perk <laughs> Angle going against Styles, Joe, Daniels, Bucks, whoever you wanted to sting? Um so it's crazy. We're, I mean, is this a good move? I mean, is the haha jokes, is the TNA odor pretty much gone? Is this welcome? Yeah, I I think I think they're in a good spot where they ha- they know what their core fans are now going to be. It's kind of like the the Raw SmackDown talk. Yeah. So why not try to you know appease them and and change? You know, this isn't the the Dixie Carter era anymore, or whatever you want to call it era. You know, this is, we're back to what we were, which is about wrestling and just straight action. And they're putting together, uh, I mean, look at the work rate guys that they have in this company. Yeah. You know, so I think that's, that's another really big proprietor that that's not getting enough, uh, enough credit with it is just how, um, a good How mix of, of veterans. They're becoming. Yeah, yeah that's a good you're totally it. right. Just a good mix of veterans that have been around uh, all over the world, big companies, small companies, mid, mid companies. Um, and, and I think, you know, like, like a favorite of yours, Joe Hendry, has that mm-hmm. charisma, that character, you know, can, can kind of work in the ring there. Jake Something, uh, I know I've been reading about him the last couple of years, you know, a warrior wrestling staple. Uh, this guy looks like a wrestler. Like, this guy looks like, you know, he could hopefully be something. Um, and then, you know, you, you have your, uh, you know, your, your, I mean, granted, Cardona was only there for a minute. But, I mean, if Jonathan Gresham, 
I mean, if Gresham shows up, I mean, it seems like Dirty Dango is having fun. You know, maybe he, you know, I have not seen his impact stuff, but he's been a staple on their TV for, you know, uh, parts of 2023 here. Um, again, you have your tag division, which, you know, TNA was, you know, kind of founded on with that X division, with those tag, uh, you know, that tag division as well, uh, even in the X division. Um, had some really cool, has some really up and coming talent. Um, and then again, your your workhorses, your staples, you know, when you think of TNA uh, and you put, you know, your top 10, top 20 influential wrestlers, you know, Murder City Machine Guns are, are up in your list. And like you said, thank you for all your years for sticking with us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and here, here's, you know, two championships, you know, and, and pulling out again a surprise win on Josh Alexander in my book. And that's no knock on Alex Shelley. But I thought, you know, like you said, Alexander being brooding and hulking again. Uh, but, you know, just kind of wait, letting it simmer. So, yeah, I mean, this company, I feel bad because it is free. I have access, no pun intended, to watch Impact. <laughs> Not, I just don't have access. Uh, but, you know, that's something I could be watching on Twitch, you know, on a Saturday morning when I'm up and, you know, no one else is. And I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, you know, maybe that's a promise to me. In 2024, if they land Will Ospreay, great. Is that going to happen? Probably not. But for him to put his stamp of approval on the company, on the backstage, as well as your in-ring performers, mm-hmm. I mean that—that's you can't ask for anything better. Um, so yeah, I mean TNA. That's that's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting what they do, who they bring in. They utilize that Tony Khan AEW connection to bring in your old stalemates or, uh, you know, your, your staples, I mean, uh, as a Samoa Joe, you know, kind of in, in that instance or, you know, m- many others, you know, Daniels or, or whatnot, you know, even though he's more of a producer now. But I don't know. I, I think it's kind of cool. I think that TNA Sigma, like you were saying, is gone since they kind of built up, you know, their uh, equity over the last, you know, four or five years. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how it's going to go. And I think I think one thing at the end of the day that we all got to look at too is right now, like wrestling is so healthy. There's yeah. so much good wrestling right now. And it's just and, the fans that aren't. <laughs> yeah, and, and and think of how like like we talk about impact, how much they're improving. Even like NWA is getting a. a, a a TV deal on the CW right now. Yeah. The CW yeah. just spent all that money for the, for the live golf tour. And um, I think some for or NASCAR is like not the Bush series, but whatever they call it now, the secondary one, like they're making a play to get into things. They bought into the ACC. They play college football. So, you know, there's just becoming TV, you know, every day there's dressing on TV. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. It really mm-hmm. is. Oh yeah. Oh. So we we didn't obviously we didn't get to the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, but I do I do really want to discuss it at some point. Oh, agreed. Um, as well as the uh, PWI two women's top two hundred and fifty. So maybe since there's not too many events, you know, we have the you know Nakajima's last Noah Noah match this weekend. Uh, of course, uh, Jake Lee defending the GHC uh, Heavyweight Championship against Kano. Uh, yeah. We'll definitely have that show to talk about. We have Collision. We have the main event of Kenny Omega challenging uh, and defending his uh, his title streak uh, against 
Maxwell Jacob Friedman, who possibly could be number two wrestler of 2023 with the bangers and the storyline. Again, I thought he handled 17 different storylines in one <laughs> night, in a one hour of television, and all of it made sense. All of it fit in line. And you're like, this is how you present your champion? Um and I, and I thought he handled everything well. So that just showcases what Max is capable of doing. Um, and I'm really, really looking forward. And I'm, you know, there's going to be a party here. There's going to be 20 to 50 people here on Saturday. But, and the kids are supposed <laughs> to be in the basement in the TV room. But man, once 7 o'clock comes around, I'm kicking their asses out. And I'm going to be geeking out <laughs> on some Kenny Omega and Maxwell, Jacob Friedman. But as you stated, we'll talk those events and a whole bunch more. Observer Award, uh, Hall of Fame, as well as the PWI 250 uh, Top Women's Wrestlers of 2023. Um, yeah, sports.com. Get your supplements, get your vitamins, uh, get your whey protein. They have it back in stock. Uh, get your protein pancakes. Get some cool free gear if you check it out on the right date. Use a promo code WrestleCast, Wrestle, C-A-S-T, to save 15% dot line dot uh 15% off your order um it's it's great stuff i mean i i feel really good at the gym especially after being sick all of last week um and getting back at it uh you know kind of on on a few different uh you know cycles here uh with your pills and powders and uh i feel a lot more relaxed and i feel like i'm back to my old self um so yeah repsports.com pro wrestling tees Search WrestleCast Radio. I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, so you had a day. I had a day. It's been a fun <laughs> show. We had great wrestling, a great wrestling match, um, and there's just more to come. And like Ryan said, everyone, just get over attendance. Get over hard cam. Just enjoy wrestling because it's fucking great. Oh, it's so good right now. I'm about to go watch Fuminori Avi and Takuya Nomura. You know I'm what? I'm going to watch, watch I'm the, finish the challenge, baby. I, I, I done did that yesterday. I, I tried, but yeah, I fell asleep. But I got the <laughs> challenge. Also, Challenge USA rocked. I thought this was a great season, and I called that Dark Horse second episode. I was like, you know what? I think Chris is going to pull some random shit. I don't know who this guy is, but he's going to win it. And I was like, this Desi girl, she just has it. She could be, you know, my top three women to win it. And they won it in 25. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what happens with this season. I'm excited. There's going to be a new champion. I'm excited for the vets. Challenge cast. I'm coming next <laughs> Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, Let's Friday. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Whoa, whoa. So tight. <laughs> All right, guys. We're back uh, soon. Hopefully very soon. Talk Observer. Very and, soon. Uh, very soon. And and Fumor Abe to clean more on the the detectives show. <laughs> I love that. That's true. I gotta watch that too. All right. Say goodnight, Ryan. Good night, Ryan.